This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. I'm Joey. I love wrestling. I'm Nick. I love wrestling. I'm Asterios. I love wrestling. I'm Steven, and I hate wrestling. You Should Love Wrestling is a show where we try to convince Steven that he should love wrestling. Wrestling. You should love wrestling, WWE, cause I love wrestling, a lot of love from me. We on the podcast, Joey Cliff, Nick and Steven, but Steven ain't wrestling, gotta make him a believer. I'm all holding down, I love Rick Flair, The Undertaker, Tombstone on the chair. So tune in every week, cause we got a new guest. You should love wrestling, cause it's the best, yes. Limp, probably, probably. A little, little pravi prov. Uh, the best way to support our show is to use the referral link on our website, boardwalkaudio.com forward slash you should love wrestling anytime you shop on amazon.com. For example, if you were to buy my book on amazon.com, Ooh, it's wow. called Toys for Cheap. Search toys, the number for the word cheap. When you buy it, <laughs> you kick a couple of ducats to my buddies over here. <laughs> that's true. And, that's right. and probably uh, ducats to you. Yeah. Uh, we're all, getting, we're all getting our ducats. That's right. Uh, today's guest is a stand-up comedian and writer uh, who's written and performed for Fox, Spike TV, The Nerdist, National Lampoon, Screen Junkies, and Crack.com, among other places. He's been featured on NPR's Marketplace and his new book, Toys for Cheap, The Magic of Toys Will Shut Up Your Child. Can be purchased on Amazon.com. Asterios Coconuts. How's it going, Asterios? Welcome, on, sir. Welcome on. back to yeah. town for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank huh. you for having me. Yeah, man. Hero for being here. Uh, also the first person to just hop in on that Amazon.com promo, man. So, like, we appreciate that. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Really for Pushing being a promotion machine. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Some people apparently don't want to sell their shit. Yeah. You get it. It's yeah, losers. Like, losers all of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah we yeah. yeah, we've had people that haven't plugged their Amazon things at the top of the show. Yeah, yeah, uh, upsetting. They're yeah. missing out on an opportunity for a really clear call to action. Yeah, <laughs> who's the CEO of I'm Amazon? Jeff Bukas, Bezos, Bezos. Mm-hmm. We had him yeah. on the show. Who's Bukas? <laughs> <laughs> who's that? There's Jeff, a there's a Bukas. Jeff Bukas is that homeless guy you keep on inviting on the show. <laughs> oh, that's right. Well, Bukas like, is going to be on that show one day. <laughs> Jeff Bukas, get out of here. Who's that guy? Yeah, I don't think it's a real thing. Uh, so, Asterius, what originally got you into professional wrestling? Oh, he's Time Warner, CEO of Time Warner. I know what I'm talking about. How? Uh, I originally got into it just because friends were watching it. I remember I had a friend in fifth grade, my friend Max, and they were wealthy, and so they would get every pay per view. <laughs> and I, so I'd go over there and watch the pay per views. I actually got into wrestling during the Alliance, <laughs> during oh, wow. the WCW WWE the 2001 peak. Yes. Because yeah. usually a lot of a lot of people, it's either like it's either '80s or the Attitude Era. So yeah, that's in, or or very recent. But that's interesting. You're like the pipe bomb or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. the Alliance Era. That's like right after sort of the boom, boom. Yeah, boom. that's that's exactly that's right. That's literally when, when, it, that's a, when it died. <laughs> yup, that's right. Was when Stone Cold Stone Cold was a heel turned heel. A move that he has often said ruined. Uh, the business at the time? Yeah. Uh, Worst wait. mistake of my career. So your your first impression of Stone Cold Steve Austin is him wearing a small cowboy hat and hugging Vince McMahon? Yes, and bugging his eyes out to the camera like a man possessed. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember how funny that hug was? And playing the guitar? Uh, I was there live at what? that episode when he did it, and it <gasps> was... Cool, but also like, why Stone Cold Steve Austin? Why? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it was super duper weird. But the thing is, we all give Cena crap for never turning heel. Yeah, but mm-hmm. doesn't Stone Cold prove that you shouldn't? 
if you're a real hot hand? Austin proved that it just wasn't right for him to turn heel at that time. Doesn't mean that he wasn't good at it. Like the idea He was him, great at it, him, but that's not yeah. what we're discussing. Well, him being a bad guy failed completely. Yeah. But him being a comedy heel worked like to the fucking moon. He was fantastic in that. Because I feel like he, fantastic. he either has an insane awareness of what makes him funny or no idea what makes him funny. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Either way it works. Yeah. yeah. That's, um, that's just lack like of you, perception Joey. Could be why it works. <laughs> it's okay. I'm bas- yeah, you're right. I am basically Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. You've been called saying. that. You've uh, been called that for many. Yeah, I've been called the toughest right SOB uh, on comedy podcasts. Yeah, yeah that's it. The bionic yeah. rattlesnake, seven foot Joey tall. Cliff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that Cena should never turn heel because I feel like Hulk Hogan was a very effective heel in like the mid 90s sure. back with like the NWO and stuff. But with Stone Cold Steve Austin, it was just like he'd only been a face for like three years. And then <laughs> turned, you know, it was like. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't well, didn't they turn him heel because they had to build the alliance as a credible heel? They had to build it as a credible threat. And it so went what, in their eyes, yeah, because they weren't using enough WCW heels. They didn't want to bring in enough WCW guys. So it's yeah. like, well, let's slap one of our guys on it as like, the leader. Well, we've already buried Diamond to Hell's Page yeah. Booker T and everybody else. <laughs> right, right. So Who else do we got? The Rock, I guess? Turn one of our guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is like why people like Angle and The Big Show and all these others became like ECW guys or WCW guys. It's like they'll always use all of the other previous guys as like essentially like Many of them just became enhancement talent, but it's like, oh, well, totally. We put one of our WWE guys on top. Hey, they're the face of the company now. It's it's weird. Yeah, I love that. Like Vince McMahon, classic Vince. Like that Survivor Series match where they had like Team Alliance versus Team WWE. It was like Team WWE was like you know all the heavy hitters. It yeah, was like and then the WCW Rock, blah, was like team, Booker T. Team maybe? WCW was Booker T, DDP, and then like. The Dudley Boys and Stone Cold Steve Austin, <laughs> right. or something. It's like, wow, you know the alliance. The, yeah, you know, yeah, you know, Team WCW. Yeah, the Dudley Boys. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Um, I don't know what the alliance is. I, I'm gonna just admit <laughs> the it. Yeah, I, I want to guess. I want to guess. Go ahead. I want to hear this. Is this when Stone Cold Steve Austin? You're wrong already. Decided to go along with the corporation, which is Stephanie and Vince and McMahon and Triple H. Okay, you're sort to, of half right. Uh, take down. The axis of evil. What's the axis of evil? Uh, <laughs> you know, Hitler, Stalin. Yeah. yeah. North Korea. Yeah. Mus- traveling yeah. Is that yeah. right? Justin yeah. Bieber. Yeah. Mussolini. Uh, yeah. The, the emperor of Mussolini, Japan, whose name Pol Pot, I forget. Yeah, right. Emperor yeah. of Japan. Nickelback. Crush. Yeah. Yokozuna. Orange Crush. Yeah. Orange Crush. All of them. Yeah. But uh, okay. Actually. It's surprising. I mean, like we've been doing, we've been on almost fifty episodes of this show. We're probably like episode forty at this point, or something. Yeah, like yeah. That. And like, yeah, like we've never talked to you about a huge thing in wrestling. We've mentioned it, and it's come up, but shockingly, this is kind of the first time. So, uh, so uh, the way that the Monday Night Wars ended, mm-hmm. what is you the, know of, yes, is the WWE purchased WCW. So you knew that for a, six million dollars. Yeah, yeah, for six million dollars, chump change. Yeah, 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 it was. It That's was. the thing. I, I know. Jericho in, in his book, Jericho said, "If I'd known it was going for that little money, I would have bought. It. I would have bought yeah. WCW. Yeah, sure. yeah. And like a, a funny story about that. I guess that like WCW was still owed pay per view revenue at the point that Vince McMahon bought it. So the pay per view revenue Jesus that he Christ got for the last the... year of WCW." Yeah 
basically paid back the money he spent on WCW. Yeah. Yep. What is Who the hell let their company go for that cheap? Okay, sorry, Ted, Turner. Ted Turner did. Yeah, really? a, a combination of so that must have been strategic thing because Ted Turner's not a fucking chump. Like, well, what? there were so many cooks think? in the kitchen really? at WCW that it was just, just Ted Turner didn't care anymore. Yeah, like, like it was like uh, Nash, Bischoff, Hogan. Everybody sort of had like dealings and running the company, and ultimately yeah. just like fuck it, I don't care. Yeah, and Ted Turner made his money, so whatever. Yeah, I mean, he, he didn't. Care. He was unhappy he, to be not. He's still doing okay without WCW. All right. Yeah. All, right. all right, so sorry. They wait, so were, back. wait, so were you a Team Alliance guy or were you a Team WWE guy? I was really worried about the WWE. <laughs> I I don't even know why. As an as an adult, it seems so dumb. But I remember thinking to myself, like, oh yeah, way to go, Kurt Angle. Spray all those people with your milk truck. <laughs> like, I was just, I was very because I was young. I was very very concerned that the WWE would get destroyed by the evil Stephanie McMahon and the and evil Shane yeah, yeah. McMahon. But you did yeah. know that at least right. I mean, obviously. It was in the storylines. You did know that they had purchased the company. You did know that that they had technically acquired WC, or you didn't even have even gotten think that so. far. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I, don't think I was just there. You're just going along with the story. Yeah, oh, I was awesome. young. I was just like, oh no, yeah. what's going to happen? Because as a kid, kid, like when I was even younger, I always thought to myself, WCW kind of sucks, yep. and I don't even know why. I didn't watch them both a ton. But I remember, like, every time I watched WCW, Flip I was through. like, why is this so gross to look at? <laughs> and you're like, all these people are so sweaty and gross and uh, dirty. And I like yeah. these WWE guys. Yeah. They're dry. Very dry people. Uh, yeah. It's like, <laughs> like so a dry. desert over there. <laughs> it's weird. It's, it's like they did a study once where they gave a bunch of kids that didn't know brands Legos and Duplo and then knockoff Legos. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. yeah. And the kids just always liked Legos more. And yeah. it's like, but there was, there's no societal pressure. Mm. informing their choice. It's just like, ah, oh, they just like it. And it's like, I just like WWE. It's just well, a better product. Well, yeah. Legos are a better product, okay? I don't yeah, know. Duplos sure. do smell like fucking shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Duplos, yeah. I believe, are made by Legos. I believe that's, right? That's not the Well, knock yeah, but they, uh... they stick them up somebody's butt first before they sell them to you. That's <laughs> yes, why they smell bad. Obviously. So, yeah. 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 Duplo is in doo-doo. Dookie. Yeah, doo-doo-doo. Yeah. 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 butt and then they send them over. Uh, yeah, fun. Okay, so then, okay, keep going on with this uh, Captain America Civil War story of uh, yeah, and then we'll eventually get to our clips. Yeah. Okay, so uh, WWE purchased WCW. Just do the fast forward version of it. I don't, I don't uh, need, like, the, no. This will be this will be short. Uh, WCW purchased WCW or WWE purchased WCW and and then WCW on screen invaded WWE, where WCW wrestlers started showing up on WWE television. Oh yeah. So it was basically like but and then right it, then, it, then it was revealed that Shane McMahon had actually purchased WCW yeah. instead of Vince McMahon. Right. Storyline. So it created right. like a father son rivalry. Right. And then ECW, which was another very thriving federation at the time, was also purchased by WWE Folded at this time. At that time. That's so like Paul Heyman, the company that Paul Heyman used to own and operate. Yeah, yeah. Paul Heyman, the advocate for Barack Lesnar. You've seen him. All right. <laughs> yeah, we're I making a lot of assumptions. I, just, about I thought you were. I thought you were going to do the fast version. I mean, uh, like this is the fast version. <laughs> I could talk for hours about this. WCW and ECW both purchased by WWE combined. Shane and Stephanie working together in accordance with their wrestlers versus Vince and the WWE yeah. and his wrestlers. WCW and ECW became the alliance. the alliance. Get it? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then uh, SummerSlam or uh, Survivor Series, yeah, there was K-Fade a big match. took each other on. Where it was Team Alliance versus Team WWE. Whoever won, the loser had to shut down or something. <laughs> Team WWE won, so WCW and uh, w- and ECW both shut down. Uh-huh. Yeah. ECW was relaunched a couple of years later for not really very very well-described storyline reasons. Yeah, sure. Uh, WCW has been dead ever since. Good. Asterios, did you, um, have you consistently stayed with WWE's product no. since then, or you've been up and down, back and forth? I w- so uh, I watched it for a couple of years until I went to college, and then just up. A- like in 2009, my friends start. My friends were like, "Oh, we're watching Raw tonight." And uh-huh. I was like, oh, "Okay, I'll go over and watch Raw." And that's how I got back into it. I got back into it. Think like about. I got into it around the time of the Nexus. Oh yeah, when I got back into that's a it, damn good storyline that they yeah, ended the up Nexus burying right. in the end. Are we talking about a phone? What are we talking about? Yeah, this is the Nexus. Steve. Okay, so uh, after w- after WWE purchased WCW, here's the short. WCW, <laughs> here's no, the short never mind. We'll tell you more. Let's talk about Cliffs. Who gives a fuck? Nexus was great. Saying, okay, that was so a cool Nexus, fucking storyline. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I got back into it during the Nexus, which was awesome. Which was that incredible. night where they tore up the ring. I that happened a few weeks later. Yeah, I was like, what is so cool? It was really good. Yeah, that was so cool. Damn, Brian choked the guy to death with his tie and got fired yeah. Yeah, which we told you about yeah he screamed Steven's on his fucking yeah, phone yeah he screamed he I'm not better on. there you're not better than me to shout to, to John Cena and then spit <laughs> in his face and then kicked him in the head it yep. Was yep. and then choked uh, Justin Thomas Justin, 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 Justin Roberts Justin, or something Justin Roberts Justin yep. Roberts yeah, yeah. And, uh, uh, and I've been watching ever since I really and I think now it's better than it's been in forever. I'd agree I with that. Watching SmackDown, so SmackDown's much. amazing. For all the complaining that we can and will continue to do, yeah, it's the best it's been easily since somewhere in those early to mid 2000s. Like the James really. Ellsworth thing is like incredible. the greatest wrestling thing for maybe oh, this man. year. But so much great stuff has happened this year that I don't know. Like yeah. a lot of been- dumb shit, a l- lot of bad calls but for everything that they've done stupid they've done a lot of good things right this year and the brand yeah. split so far has been good and smackdown's yeah. been excellent yeah all the garbage has gone to raw all the good stuff's yeah. gone to smackdown <laughs> right. it's really it's great it's great yeah right. but even on raw you've Reigns. got the owens jericho bromance i think is i could watch that all day me too man yeah that's if it. raw was three hours of that i'd be okay with it yeah like the cruiserweight division's good yeah yeah it's mishandled but it, but they're still good in it Okay, so they're um, still good in it. Today, Asterios wanted us to show Steven some of the best promos in wrestling history. A promo is a one or two person interview where a wrestler is tasked with selling their upcoming matches and feuds to the viewing audience. Wrestling Do you matches. Have ice in your mouth? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can hear that very clearly. Guys, I chew ice. My teeth are okay. Uh, I, Hold on, Joey. Let me just take a sip of this water. So, what happened was. I put some ice in my mouth, and then I saw an opportunity Ooh. to transition, and I was like, I'm not going to chew this. That would be weird. No, it's uh, just fun. For, it was fun anyway, for me to do. Uh, that's a good... I, I appreciate the call-out. I deserve that call-out. <laughs> um, wrestling matches are what we're paying for, but the promos are what get us in the building. Asterios, why'd you want to do an episode on promos? Yeah. because thank you Well, of that, course, the because they're my favorite part of wrestling. Often, the physical stuff I don't really connect with... Unless it's like expertly done. Like I watch Daniel Bryan wrestle all day and I don't even know why. I remember watching Daniel Bryan wrestle around the time of WrestleMania 30 and being like, I'm always so excited to see this guy. And I traditionally don't love the physical parts of wrestling. He's Mm -hmm. like Legos. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He's just better. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. But I love the promos. I mean, everyone in this room does improv comedy 
That's what promos were. They were improv. Yeah. yeah. Like a lot of the promos we're going to hear today, there was no cue card. There was no script. It was Let's you told the there, ultimate Randy. warrior yeah. to go out there and say why you want to beat Hulk Hogan. You would <laughs> and tell that's what he came up with. Yeah. Oh my God. I know. I mean, it, it's, it's incredible. I mean, so much of wrestling is improvisational, yep. but nothing more so than the promos. I mean, you know, Austin 316, he wasn't handed a script. Mm-hmm. They just said, all right, you won the King of the Ring. Now go. Go yeah. talk. And he saw a thing when, when Jake the Snake mentioned 316. No, all, that, all that happened for that is uh, earlier in that event, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin like busted his lip open, yep. had to go to the hospital get, to get stitched up. When he came back, he'd missed most of the event, but right as, he, right, about, right as he was about to go to the ring, Michael Hayes pulled him aside and said, hey, Jake the Snake was talking about religion in his promo. You might want to use that in right. your winning promo. Exactly. That's all he got. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Took what he knew and was yeah, like, oh, yeah. "Nope, I'll make it my own." Yeah, Fuck yeah, off! Yeah, yeah. And it created a, a massive thing. Yeah, the biggest mm-hmm. selling T-shirt of nineteen ninety-eight. I something. mean, right. I got a tattoo of it on my back. Yeah, <laughs> just Austin. a huge full-back Austin three sixteen yeah, skull. Three sixteen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I um, spelled Austin wrong, which is the embarrassing part. Yeah, but you know whatever. You got often three sixteen. <laughs> like, um, oh, that's lame. <laughs> well, it, it is. It is three sixteen twice a day. Yeah, so. it's often. It's often. It's really like, often. I'm I'm excited to see like because I feel like I'll. A lot of what Steven doesn't like about wrestling is the physical stuff. Right. Unless it's like, he just doesn't buy it. So, like, yeah. I think that, like, you know, see, we're showing him a bunch of promos I'm excited about because it's yes. like, you know, that, and I feel like I do that too. It's like, I'm less excited about a five star match than I am, like, oh, you got to check out this, the Miz promo or yep. whatever. Like, those I watch, matches I kind of skip through. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's kind of like the action scenes in a Marvel movie. You know, you watch them, they're fine. They're kind of doing the business of the plot. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And it can be really well done, but I don't know. I don't don't connect with it, but when I hear... The story being Hawkeye yeah. talking to the Black Widow about, you know, red on their ledger. Their <laughs> yeah. Mm. You know, that's the real stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's love. Absolutely. I mean, the second hour of the Avengers movie is is it's like a little play. It's just all these characters talking on the helicarrier. Yeah. And people love the Avengers movie. Like you connect with these characters. Also, promos are sort of it's the it's like there's a lot of fighting on television. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know, action there's you know, there's uh, action based TV shows and there's action fighting and there's so there's fake fighting everywhere. But nowhere else on television are you gonna see two people have a debate yeah. about who's <laughs> right. better. Mm-hmm. It's this very unique communications like unit that only exists in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's some of the most exciting stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Totally. I, I feel like like the CM Punk uh, Vince McMahon contract negotiation of 2011. This was like very shortly after the pipe bomb. That was like a 20 minute segment that was like some of the most riveting TV that year. Yes. Yeah. Like, Where are my ice cream bars? Yeah. yeah. Totally. yeah, yeah, yeah oh, yeah. man. Yeah, exactly. CM Punk really wanted his ice cream bars. Yeah, I think I think Steven might have saw this. No. Oh. Not the contract <laughs> signing. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't think I did. Yeah. Not that discussion. Uh, uh, sounds fun, though. Saw the pipe Okay, bomb. so um, the first clip that Asterio showed us was um, from Monday Night Raw on March 5th, 2012. It was The Rock Educates John Cena at Historic Locations in Boston. Let's go to a clip of that. John Cena. Tonight, you get much-needed history lessons. History lessons from The Rock. Lesson number one. In 1773, the great people of Boston had had enough. 
They had enough of the British because like you, John Cena, in the WWE, the British were here in their faces every single week, every single month, year after year after year. They had enough. The people started a revolution. The American Revolution. Well, tonight, we start a new revolution. The Rock Revolution. In 1773, the people took England's tea and they threw it in the Boston Harbor calling it the Boston Tea Party. Well, tonight we're gonna have a party of our own. The Rock, the people's champ, the people, Team Bring It, we're gonna have a party of our own and it starts now. Let's get this party started because what we're gonna do, we're gonna take all of John Cena's trash, all of his hot garbage, and we're gonna throw it where it belongs. And here's just a few of the items. Here it is, John Cena T-shirt. There goes that. John Cena, alarm clock. Can you imagine Jesus waking up to this face every morning? Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, time to get your ass whooped. What else we got? We got, we got the John Cena midget shorts. Didn't even know they made these. What an insult to midgets. And now we got, we got the John Cena garden gnome. What fourth dimension of hell did this come from? There's a, there's a man right now in his 30s or 40s who actually has this in his garden, and he's a virgin. What else we got right here? I, I never actually had seen this before, but I loved this. Really? Mysterious, why did you want to bring this one in? Because it's yeah. just so funny. <laughs> it just has so many great jokes in it. It's, yeah. it's wall-to-wall punchlines. It is. It's legitimately very funny. It is. Oh, yeah. like, oh shit. Because you're a fan of, of Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Stephen, so I knew isn't? that you would like yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. I'm a fan of him from his film and film work. I was going to say television, but I don't think he's ever sunk that low. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I guess for example. Okay, so what was, this is just a constant roast fest. Yeah. yeah, this was great. And this is this is The Rock at his best. This was, this was during The Rock and John Cena's feud in 2012. And The Rock, he's great at just roasting dudes. That's like yeah. what his thing was and in the 90s. He'd been away for a few, for some years here. He hadn't he hadn't been really been back all that much in WWE. Yeah. So he was coming back to take on John Cena at WrestleMania. But yeah. this was him in like top form. Absolutely. There was no rust. This was him where it's just like oh like 10 years worth of acting has like just made you better at roasting people totally yeah do you think he just does that on set when like directors are getting out of line he's like hey give yeah. me candy ass <laughs> you candy ass sitting behind the camera he's gonna have that match with vin diesel yeah, oh god, um, I can't wait. Um, yeah, I mean, this is funny. He starts littering a bunch of John Cena stuff into the Atlantic oh, Ocean it. to it, the well, Boston Harbor. It's the Harbor. Boston Tea Party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So instead great. of throwing tea into the ocean to declare his independence, to declare the WWE's independence from John Cena, yeah. he throws away a John Cena garden gnome. <laughs> yeah. He throws away John Cena cologne. Yeah. Yep. Uh, a yeah. John Cena. Uh, uh, what else? What are the other? What's the yeah. other? Uh, wrist well, a wristband that he says makes people look like transvestites. Yeah, yeah. Very, it was very, 2012. It was a different time. Yeah, very. Uh, yeah, I forgot woman. how transphobic The Rock was. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, sure. Also, Candy ass is a homophobic remark. Sure. Oh, that's very. Yeah, sure. really. The Rock. There's a lot of problems in John the Cena post. midget shorts. He calls midget them. Shorts. Yeah, that's yeah. also not a good term to use. But you know everything what, he calls it is just trash and hot garbage. I just want to say this for the record. Very not PC. All very funny. It is funny. I enjoyed. Every bit of it, yeah. He uh, also calls him a Rudy Tootie, fresh and fruity candy ass. Like he yeah, hit it yep. extra hard in this one. He let him know this guy's a real <laughs> candy ass, and like yeah. the audience is loving it. Usually with like video, usually with pre-taped video segments like this, 
like the audience just it's just like you know wrestling comedy where it's like you can tell they're yep. trying for it but it just doesn't hit but yeah. the audience is loving this the live audience we're seeing people just people freaking out it, it's great and he does have this like great like kind oh of and then loose. he says the line and then like gestures off and then a bird flies over his hand <laughs> as he gestures he's shot fucking out gone. of his hand <laughs> yeah. fucking magic yeah. and when the garden gnome comes up he says what fourth dimension of hell did this come from yeah. like, amazing so great he's great something else that makes this so special this one clip in particular is that he is essentially running down the number one moneymaker for the company. Yeah. Yeah. He is going after John Cena hammer and tongs. Really a way that nobody else had. Absolutely not. Yeah. Because with The Rock, you ha they have to do whatever he wants. It's yeah, like, totally. Take it or leave it. Like yeah. You yeah, he doesn't have to be here. He could say no to this. Absolutely yeah. not. <laughs> so they're throwing their number one moneymaker under the bus. Yep. For a part-time movie star. Yeah. It's very short-sighted, but it's very entertaining. Yeah, you yeah. gotta give him that. But it's also something that I like appreciated about John Cena. It's something that shows that he's very good at what he does, too. Is like John Cena used that as part of the feud of like you're a part timer, like you can't say that you're here for us and that you care about us, and then go and leave for twelve months and but, then come back once. But he came back anyway. That's an incredibly ineffective line of attack because what you're attacking the guy for is being so beloved that he's not around more is a problem. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. what you should be attacking him for is uh, his bald head. Uh, you, that, he, uh, that, uh, that he only got into the bit, that he was a huge failure when he first came out. Attack yeah. him for his lisp. Or attack, just attack him for actual stuff. Don't attack him for being popular and wanted. <laughs> yeah. All you're doing is raising the guy up. That's fair. That's, That's fair. very it's just true. Like, you're so cool. <laughs> I wonder if that was like a rock. I wonder if that was like a backstage call of like, they could only make fun of me by saying how great I am. Yeah, I, definitely, I definitely don't think so, because Cena, in his first response to The Rock, went out there and he did his Dr. Thugonomics. Yeah, thing. that was cool. Yeah, it, it was it was fine, but it's like it's like Cena was playing checkers and The Rock was playing chess. It's just The Rock destroys John it's, Cena. Yeah. It's hard to watch him. sometimes. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, uh, I know we, we cut to the beginning of the Boston River clip. I also, can we cut to a quick clip uh, of that section where he sings John Cena's version of Yankee Doodle and then the crowd cheers? Johnny Cena went to town riding on a pony. Rock stuck a feather up his ass and called him a jabroni. Yeah, uh, know, also that, that arguably too good. <laughs> arguably not a PC thing. I mean, I do love, I do love this yeah. analogy of what if John Cena was Paul Revere? <laughs> I mean, that's a great, honestly, UCB style. That's a great way to label the yeah. game. That's very clear mm -hmm. what the game of this is. Uh, and yeah. You know, the British would have still killed us all if, if he had done that. John Cena's a tragedy. Yeah, but if if The Rock would have come, mm -hmm. you saying? Oh, if The Rock would have been there, I guess he would have gotten all the Boston cream pie from yeah, the ladies. From the ladies, <laughs> according to The Rock. Yeah, and we would all be The Rock's children at this point. Because uh, The Rock is a time-traveling uh, time pusshound. Founding father <laughs> like, pusshound. That's, that's his gimmick now, <laughs> yeah. time-traveling pusshound. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write a movie and pick Pitch that of the rock time traveling puss out. You know what? It's gonna get greenlit. Oh yeah, that'll, 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 I, I mean, I'll give you, I'll give you ten million dollars yeah. for that script. I'll I mean, it's gonna 10. cost four hundred million, but yeah, we got to start. So yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, so yeah, this was a yeah, th- this was a very good good segment. Um, yeah, I love I, it. I want to save um, all. I want to save all the reviews and stuff for the end. Let's not. Sure. Yeah, yeah. But no, absolutely. I want. I want to add one other thing. He, he, the Rock, in this year they're in Boston Commons with a bunch yeah. of fights and the yeah. colonial, uh, the American Revolution, all that stuff. And he says he has the brilliance of Benjamin Franklin, the charisma of George Washington, and he's got the you know what of John Hancock, which. Does he signature? Does he, he means that right? Like the signature. That's what he's known for. That's all of he's course. known for. Uh, so his big signature. His big signature. Mm. It's oh, now this is starting to come into focus. Okay, The Rock he's has got a, a fan big of signature. handwriting. Also, John Hancock. Go. He was a traitor. He sided with the British. That's not a good example. To is that do. true? <laughs> oh yeah, he flipped sides. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wh- Much what? like Stone Cold did. <laughs> yeah. John Hancock was part of the alliance. And what yeah. WWE promo did you learn about John Hancock flipping sides, Joey? Uh, the ravishing Rick Rude Monday Night Nitro, <laughs> 1994, when he appeared on both Raw and Nitro in the same night. It was the Nitro promo. There you go. And he had a history lesson in the middle. Truth comes yeah. out. I love it. All right. So next one. Uh, actually, let's well, let's okay. go into like so. Uh, Steven, what did you think of this promo? Um, this was super funny. I mean, The Rock is uh, like like legitimately really funny. Yeah. Some of these, obviously, I think are like probably pre-written a little bit. I, oh, I'm I sure. Have, he has a writer. Trouble, yeah. I have trouble, like, although some of it did feel improvised and loose, I do have trouble believing that he came up with all of it himself. I, I like just uh, kind of off the dome. He has a writer named Brian Gerwitz, who mm-hmm. essentially was like his main promo writer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, they're actually, they just sold a show, a TV show to Fox about sort of their uh 1990s life. They're backstage 1990s um, wrestling. It's life, sort of yeah. that thing of like The Rock is like kind of a Clydesdale of a wrestler. He's just like an Adonis. He's like a yeah. very built guy. And Brian Gerwitz is just like a little like nevish writer. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had a very like uh, what's the term I'm looking for? Like uh, Sam and Diane. Yeah, Sam and I. What, like, will uh, they or won't they? No, will <laughs> they? They're, they're Ross and Rachel. It was uh, very Yang. They they needed Urkel each, and Laura. They Peanut were, butter and jelly. Like they needed each other. Like The Rock yeah. needed Bri- like a symbiotic. Yeah, they had a symbiotic relationship uh, of like The Rock Venom needed and Brian Gerwitz's like yes. good slams, whereas Brian Gerwitz needed The Rock's like he's a fuck, he's a cool buff dude. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so they, they just the sold, sold a pilot about that to Fox, I think. But nice. um, but yeah, like so there, he definitely has a writer that. I'm sure probably wrote kind of maybe some of his best burns. Yeah, sure. But The Rock's delivery, it like feels improvised. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's, I mean, I think that's also like the magic of a good performer. I think Kevin Hart's the same thing. Like everything he says feels improvised, but I think very little of it is. Sure. Yeah. And that's great. Like it looks and sounds incredible when he does it. And you got it. You enjoy it more when it feels. Uh, real, uh, real, yeah, yeah in the moment, yeah, and that's he's great for it. I love it. Okay, so um, the next promo we've got Macho Man and Mean Gene. The cream rises to the top from May eleventh, nineteen eighty seven. Let's go to a clip of that. Nothing means nothing. Man. Nothing means nothing. What do you mean by that? More, I'm talking about all the way to the top. Yeah, unjustifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in. But the cream will rise to the top. Oh yeah, Macho Madness. Yeah, has got more to offer than President Jack Tunney thinks that I got. Yeah, and I'm gonna tell you something right now. Card 
stacked against the Macho Man Randy Savage in WrestleMania 3. Yeah, let me see it. Yeah, let me see it out loud. And let me point to the president of the World Wrestling Federation. The Macho Man Randy Savage is not happy with your decision. Yeah, I am the cream in the World Wrestling Federation. Wait, wait a minute, and there is no doubt about it. Yeah, you mean Gene Okerlund. You know that I'm the cream of the crop. Now this is where I'm start to. This is where I'm starting to get interested in what Steven thinks of these promos. Mysterios, on the list of promos that uh, you sent for us to show Steven, this was the top of the list. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Number one. (laughs) Iconic. This promo. Because I would imagine it would appeal to you as an improviser because right before he came on, so what they used to do back then was they would challenge each other to make an entire promo around a dumb little gimmick. I didn't know this. And before this promo happened, somebody handed Roddy Piper, not Roddy Piper, somebody handed Macho Man Randy Savage a little creamer, (laughs) a little half and half creamer, and was like, turn this into a promo. Uh, And he did it. And this is one of his most iconic promos. Nothing means nothing. Like a lot of people still say, nothing means nothing. And right away, he's like, what do you mean nothing means nothing? What does that mean? I I wrote, that's the first thing I wrote down. I'm like, nothing means nothing? (laughs) Already you know you're in for something. I guess you're right, man. I've never heard that. Where did you you read that from or see that from? I think think Tom Sharpling talked about it. Oh, oh, cool. Yeah, on his show. Um, you know, uh, Jake the Snake Roberts, even now, like when he's interviewed on the radio, he'll go, give me a word. So someone threw out the word grapefruit. Mm-hmm. And and he was he was like, give me any word, I'll turn it into a promo. So mm-hmm. Someone gave him the word grapefruit. Hey, everybody, we're about to cut a promo. Can we get a suggestion of uh, one word suggestion? Anything oh, about God. Yeah. Thank you. Thank oh, you. Oh, God. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the promo hut. Uh, uh, once again, I'm very excited about our improv-based wrestler who's got the crazy eights. Uh, yeah, the crazy eights. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. One, two, three, four, it's five, a six, seven, eight. a lot of punches, but, you know, it's... it's I mean, there's, yeah. there's also kicks. Yeah, yeah. His finisher, the zip zaps off. You know, no, no, his finisher is the Sweep at it, where he sweeps. Oh, the sweep at it. That's right. We don't talk about that. Well, that's one of his finishers. He's got a few. He's got a couple. Make it have a few. Anyway, you're just saying, Asterios. Oh, no. uh, I mean, look, the bottom line about this clip is, yeah, he's saying nothing means nothing, which honestly, if you think about it, doesn't make sense. But when you're watching it, it does. Yeah. When you're watching it, it's like this guy's... This guy's incredibly angry. <laughs> this guy feels betrayed. He's selling so much with a nonsense phrase and a coffee creamer. Yeah. He's telling an entire story of betrayal and revenge. And it's like, where else? What other art form is that? Could you do that in? Yeah. Like, where else could you do that? It's it's something that's so maybe unique improv. to wrestling. <laughs> yeah, maybe improv, but maybe. who's going to pay to see that? Nobody. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Nobody. So I, I just I just love this promo so much. And and you get a little bit of that improvisation that they that we see in a lot of these older promos too. It's like he puts that creamer on his head and it falls off and he goes, on balance, off balance, doesn't matter. Yeah. Because like these days, like, oh God, if the scripted thing that was supposed to happen didn't happen. Yeah. Christ forbid anybody cutting the promo would know what. Like, oh no, the the creamer fell off my head, and they look into the camera and freeze up. Yeah. It's like their voice was like Braun Strowman's voice instantly goes to like, oh jeez, yeah, I don't know what to do. Like, 
He, they, you, just, you just roll with it. It's so simple. Just fucking roll with it. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, that's, that is the other moment. That's probably the moment that stood out the most to me because this is all nonsense. This yeah. whole thing is nonsense. And you kind of got that he, you felt like a moment of real there but rolling that, with it. But that thing, it fell off and he said, on balance, off balance, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. And I was like, yeah, cool, man. Like, uh, that's arguably a thing that he could have let go and not said anything about. Like, but he'd done improv. We've all done it. He just like, he could have... Nobody would have noticed it wouldn't have mattered, but I saw that that happened because that's what happens do is they see what happens. Like you can make it work or you can try to ignore it. And if you make it work, it's way better than if you try to ignore it. And yeah. he made it work. And it was like incredible. I was like, yeah, good for him. Uh, and him. It was, also, still bull- it was all insane bullshit. And but, he also know. used a line that you use uh, every day of your life when you think about this podcast. Nothing means nothing. No, I'm living in a nightmare. That's Stephen Pearlstein's catchphrase. Put yeah. it on a T-shirt if you want. Yeah, I'm living in a nightmare. tattooed on my back. Yeah. <laughs> Spelled all wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm loving in a night stare is what it says. <laughs> yeah. You know, what are you going to do? That's a great Bob Seger song. I'm loving in a night stare. Loving in a night stare. Loving in a night stare. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess my, qu- my question about this promo, did it sell the match for you? Did you buy it? Did oh, you- no, and how I much no cocaine idea. do you think he's on? Uh, cocaine, yeah, and all roids. of it, all and of roids, it, all of the cocaine and all of the roids. Um, the match, I was not interested in at all. After that, I was like, I mean, this guy was fun listening to. It's, it's sort of like okay. This is mean. But you ever get on like a New York subway and then there's like comes on a crazy person who's like ranting a little bit. Like sure. I kind of like hearing out those rants. I'm like, where's this going to go? Uh, it's like that. It's like this is just a crazy person. I want to hear where this goes. It's mm-hmm. interesting mm-hmm. for sure. Um, uh, it's all nonsense and I don't want to <laughs> give them any money. Um, I once uh, struck up a conversation with a homeless person at a Starbucks. Sure. And uh, he tried to convince me that Canada isn't real until I told him I'm from Washington and have been to Canada. And then yeah. he just was just like, oh, Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> that day you changed his life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he got so easily convinced. <laughs> he, he was something made him so sure that Canada wasn't real. Like in his head, he knew. And then all it took was one guy who could have been lying to go like, I've been there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And he, he was just instantly like, oh. Oh, I, yeah, I guess you're right. I well, gotta admire somebody who holds that loosely onto their beliefs, you know? <laughs> to just be like, yeah, I guess I'm probably Never mind. wrong. Yeah, sure. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, so this is, a, this is a good promo, or like this promo a yeah, lot. Yeah, this one's um, classic. Oh, my God. Yeah, and I think that it's like... Did, Steven, you at least appreciated it like as a performance, right? Sure, yeah. Yeah. I would not deny the Macho Man that. Not so similar with the with the cream, where he got the the cream, or somebody must have handed him a, a, a mug one time, then too, to do the same cup of coffee. Uh, I mean, that's the thing. It's like they're cutting all these promos the constantly. There's promos. like five TV shows on the air at that yep. time. Yep. You know, a lot of them are promos only. A lot yep. of those. I mean, like you yeah. know, yeah. what was Talking the smack? Disney. Exactly. Oh no, I mean, back way back then, like the, what was? Oh, there was superstars like the and stuff. Well, yeah. yeah, the Gorilla Mon didn't like Gorilla Monsoon Miss Perfect have like a talk show? Yeah, superstars. Yeah, ex- mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, yeah. And or so I think that might have been like it might have been like Tuesday Night Titans. Yeah, maybe? I right. don't remember the name of it, but I remember like I remember thinking to myself, it's so cool that they just had a wrestling talk show. Yeah, which of course Talking Smack is now, and it's the thing that everyone's so excited it. about. Yeah, and there's no wrestling on it. It's yeah. just promos yeah. and it's incredible to watch yeah people well, and, love talking that's why they love this podcast and yeah. like the way that's that they true. and the way that they used to do these promos is it's like they would uh they would sit down and record like 10 weeks worth of macho man promos sure so this was probably like promo five for the macho man sure mm-hmm. you know 
And I'm sure like it was like Sterius was saying, where it's just like, okay, this is promo five. Here, I've sort of said everything I'm going to say. I know what happened, okay? This is, they walked out of a continental <laughs> breakfast, and they were like, we need some props, brother. Oh, this is a mini box of frosted flakes. <laughs> like, yeah. You are just a covered in cream. <laughs> you know what okay, that is? That makes Great. sense. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, that would get me to watch WrestleMania. I would. Yeah. We're, all, we're all covered in Got cream, a promo brother. about the strawberry. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Oh, make your own omelet bar. <laughs> yeah, like we're all just seeds on a strawberry. Ooh, I found yeah. a little green pepper. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. that's a promo. Uh, that's okay. a promo. So uh, up next, we've got um, the Ultimate Warrior uh, Crash the Plane promo from March tenth, nineteen ninety. Let's go to a clip from that. Or do you, Hulk Hogan? Kick the cockpit door down. Take the two pilots that have already made the sacrifice so that you can face this challenge. Dispose of them, Hulk Hogan. Assume the controls, Hulk Hogan. Shove that control into a nosedive, Hulk Hogan. Push yourself to total self-destruction. Okay, Asterius, what did you think of this promo? It's just, there's nothing else like it. There's, this doesn't exist anywhere <laughs> This might not even exist. He's yeah, honestly, this right. might be a mass hallucination. <laughs> this might let, be like Canada. They just let a crazy person at a, just in a Macy's st- photo studio right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he's just yeah. like turning around. So, Stephen, we thought we knew cocaine and roid rage in yeah. the Macho Man promo. Uh, we had no idea. Ultimate Warrior is on another fucking planet. I think he's literally snorting coke right now. Oh, he's yeah, just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Warrior was an insane person. He was crazy back yeah. in the day. He, he was legally, crazy until he died. Yep. Yeah, like he legally changed his name to the Warrior, or just Warrior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's him. and and this is the thing. This could only exist in wrestling. You have a crazy guy. You just put a camera on him. It's just one single shot. There's no edits. There's no this. There's no that. You're not cutting a B cam. Yep. There's nobody playing the straight man. It's just a guy, one guy. and his anger. And the camera and you, and it's it's mesmerizing. You it can't is. Look away, and you watch these warrior promos twenty times. It. It's Still like, don't know what he's talking about. Absolutely, <laughs> that's not the point. The point right. is he's angry. Yep. It's it's, it's yeah. Like, it's like the word. It's like he's communicating what he's what he needs to communicate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not all the words make sense, but if you wrote down an improv scene, like there'd be shit that didn't make sense too. But it's like you get it. <laughs> yeah. You know. What it, yeah. it is sort of like the universal language thing of like it doesn't matter what he's saying. He's saying it with conviction. You know. Exactly. Yes. Like it's like there's emotion behind it, and I guess that's like an acting thing and an improv thing too, where it's like, you know, these people make emotional choices. Mean it. And like they mean it. And even though he's saying some crazy promo about like telling Hulk Hogan that it's okay to murder pilots yeah. so that he could crash a plane into like the Alamo Dome or something, yeah. like, you know, you still buy it. You're like, oh, I get that he's, this is done, you know. Yep. Like, yeah, it makes sense. 
Yeah, improv genius Will Hines uh, gave a note in an improv class that I think kind of applies to what we're saying here. And it was like people, audiences like seeing ah! or ooh, like way more than they like the specific words that come out. Yeah, totally. So just like make sure you're showing that. And I've like since doing it and seeing it, I'm like, oh, yeah, it is just interesting or funny when people just go like, ah! like I'm like, yeah, that gets the idea across way better than some like, you know, smart fucking improvising dweeb <laughs> going like, well, actually. Actually, I guess that when I hear that, I'm pretty perturbed and frightened. You're like, uh, yeah, like, yep. I, go like, to hell. Fuck words. Like, uh, fuck like words. I watch a lot of The Walking Dead and like. People hate this podcast because of all the words. Yeah, yeah. yeah they sure do. But it's like, I, I watch a lot so of I The Walking Dead. Like 25 minutes of silence. I mean, hey, man, we just got to write up on the Daily Dot. Got, uh, Zoltan Istvan recently on an episode. That's right. He's Great. coming. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Future guys, president. The podcast's doing way better than it should. Yeah, we know. Um, but, uh,. <laughs> Yeah, okay, so what I was saying was um, <laughs> I completely lost my train of thought. Uh, I had just said all the ah, Oh, okay. Oh, Walking Dead. So, like, I watch a lot of The Walking Dead, and, like, I don't really... Oftentimes, I find myself not paying attention to what anybody's saying, or I watch it at a low volume, and, like, I don't mind that I didn't, like, catch any of the specifics of what they're saying. It's just like, oh, Rick Grimes is disappointed. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, you know, that guy from Fear of the Walking Dead is, like, clearly upset about his kid or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like you just sort of get, like, oh, that guy's mad about that guy. Yeah. Like, I listen to what they're saying, but when a zombie comes on screen and goes, I'm like, I get I it. I react to that. Baby I'm like, focus. I get it. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I recently watched Batman versus Superman mm-hmm. on a plane without the sound because I was watching it on the monitor of the person in front of me. Did you kick mm-hmm. the cockpit door out? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you could, God, did, you, did, you, did you seize the, the did you seize the controls? <laughs> Sac- <laughs> sacrifice the pilots. No they they've already made their choice. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it. I mean You're yeah. watching Batman Superman. Sorry, go ahead. You watching No, Batman I'm Superman. watching it and I got <laughs> everything yeah and i didn't hear anything and it wasn't even right in front of me i could only like see half of it and i was like no i get it like <laughs> i totally understand I all these like i understand oh. what's happening here okay yeah. that batman might be the movie? best way to watch batman versus superman because as soon as you start getting the words in and they're talking about martha you're like oh no yeah, martha uh, no, i get it they v in this movie got they, it. Yeah, v. I got it. yeah they're v yeah but okay so uh, even, what did you what was your immediate reaction after watching this promo yeah, you smell like it? the specifics like you know the smell airplane warriors. stuff <laughs> Did this seem particularly crazy to you as a wrestling promo? Did you just read it as bullshit wrestling stuff? What I mean, you- it was it was definitely interesting to hear the ultimate warrior uh, advocate for terrorism. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the man's intensity has got to be fascinating to you like it is to everyone, right? Uh, sh- sure, yeah. It's definitely weird. Uh, uh, yeah, it's definitely insane and weird. Uh, I mean, I really did. Uh, my thought was very much like, I don't think they could do this exact promo now. Oh, yeah. Literally, like, they had, didn't the, ger- the German pilots did that, like, not too long ago. Somebody, like, crashed a plane in a suicide not too long ago. Mm. And then, like, taking the cockpit to, like, kill people. I'm like, oh, we can't do that in a post-9-11 world. And I just think, like, man, I wish that didn't happen so we could have some great promos <laughs> these days. Yeah, so the Miz could cut a real cool promo yeah, about yeah. crashing a helicopter into the White House. Yeah, yeah. if only nine yeah, eleven didn't happen, so wrestling promos wouldn't have been affected when yeah. people wanted to talk about crashing planes. I, mean, hey, I think I, my priorities are straight. Yeah, hey guys, sure. if nine eleven didn't happen, Muhammad Hassan would still be a wrestler. Yes. Love uh, that. Yeah, fun stuff. I mean, it wasn't like particularly compelling. I mean, it wasn't as exciting as like watching The Rock, I think, but um, you know, hey. Good, good, good yeah. on you, crazy war- warrior man. 
Yeah. I also, I always forget that he changed his name to The Warrior, mm-hmm, which, mm-hmm. like, I would love to have a job or anything that I cared enough about where I'm just going to, like, change my name to that. Like, if I called myself, like, if I just changed my name to The Ultimate Improviser, like, what a psychopath. <laughs> I mean, honestly, there, there is, like, a legal reason behind it. Um, the WWE, mm. uh, probably in, like, the late 90s, early 2000s, um, they realized that they were kind of the only game in town, so they... Uh, started copywriting wrestlers' names. Yep. Mm. So the Dudley Boys is an example of a team that wrestled in the since the early '90s, built like a nationwide brand. Yeah. And then they wrestled for WWE. And then after they finished wrestling for WWE, uh, like the WWE trademarked their name, so they couldn't wrestle as the Dudley Boys anymore. Hmm. So they had to wrestle as like Team 3D, which is the name of their finishing move. Mm-hmm. Right. And like the, a way to get around that 3D, the Dudley Death Drop. Yeah, yeah. Stephen, it's a very cool move. I can't wait to show you. Duh. Um, um, duh, duh. But, uh, <laughs> God, if I knew the Dudley Boys theme song offhand, I would go into it right now. Um, <laughs> it's but, okay. Uh, but, like, uh, so bum, bum, the Warrior bum, changed bum, his name bum, to, to, like that. to Jim Warrior yeah. just so that he could legally still call himself the Warrior and oh, yeah. not be sued by WWE. Like, uh, Ryback is a wrestler huh. that uh, yeah. he recently left WWE. And his real name is Ryan Reeves, but he had his name legally changed to Ryback Reeves, just so that he so could he can le- be Ryback. so he could legally still go by the name that he's most known for. It's crazy. So we have to change our names to "You Should Love," and they're like one of you has to be Love Wrestling, so we could always have the show just in case anybody wants to take. Sure, it. that makes sense. Yeah, I'll be- and then we can only have the show if the three of us come together at one time in the <laughs> same room. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'll be Joey That's Wrestling. Kind of the show works actually. Yeah. Joey Wrestling. That'd be a sweet name. <laughs> oh, there you go, Joey Wrestling, the seven foot tall joey wrestling <laughs> and i love wrestling also i, w- I do want to point God. out not myself because of the ultimate warrior and the way he pronounced hulk hogan it's hulk hogan yeah which is why so many people for so many years thought the guy's name was hall kogan like h-a-l-l-c-o-g-e-n i've had like i've met multiple people in my life huh. and like i always just think that guy's name was hall kogan because no he would way. always go Bullshit! Ooh. There's no way. Hulk Hogan. No way. Hogan. No, it's true. I, I would, the yeah. Hulk Hogan is way bigger than that one promo. No way. But the, ulti- be but the Ultimate Warrior uh, Hulk. The Ultimate Warrior was probably the Ultimate Warrior Hulk Hogan when they were kids. They thought that. sure. The Ultimate Warrior Hulk Hogan Bye. was equivalent in proper in popularity to Austin Rock in the '90s. Undoubtedly. So like this was, was this was a very big feud when it was Hulk Hogan versus Ultimate Warrior, and it was definitely like it was definitely a you know like. I could see people seeing that promo and then that's just the one time they were into wrestling and then thinking with his name is that. Mysterious, mm-hmm. let it, thank you for letting us talk for so long. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to interrupt you guys. You guys are great. You got a good dynamic. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks, bro. You, please interject. And that's why people love the eh, show. We're tired of talking to each other. I'm only going to interject when it's appropriate. I'm going to force it. And they hate us for not letting our guests talk. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, they, we get, they need to get a life. Uh, well, let's move on to the next clip. Mm. Okay, uh, the next clip, The Miz loses it in the face of GM Daniel Bryan from Talking yeah. Smack on August 23rd, 2016. This was just a month or two ago. It's so great. Let's go to a clip. Like when I was an independent guy and I was thinking like, oh, okay, what's the soft WWE style? It would be that. WWE has transformed in the you, last... Hold on. You, you, had a, you, you had your chance to talk. You, you're the one that called me a coward in, in the wrestling ring. I'm the coward in the wrestling ring. Yeah. But let's talk about cowards for one second. Okay. The reason I wrestle the way I wrestle is because I can do it day in and day out all the time for 10 plus years. I have never, never in my career ever have been injured. I don't get injured for six months to a year. I am here each and every week 
But you sit there and call me a coward? Yeah. I'm the coward? Wait, let me tell you about a coward. Let me tell you about a guy who tells his WWE fans, the people that he loves, that he will be back. He promises them. I promise you, I will be back in one year's time to claim this title. But you didn't, Daniel, did you? But I'm the coward. Okay, I'm the one that they, doesn't love if the they, fans. If they would let me come back, I would come back. Oh, they, if, if you, you would? Yeah. You, you would. You, you love that WWE ring. You love be wrestling. You love being right in that wrestling ring and you love wrestling, right? Well, yeah. why don't you quit? Why don't you quit and go to the bingo halls with your indie okay, friends? Okay, I think you then, need to huh? calm. No, that's, not no, this, that's not what this, this show's about. The GM have this. Thank you very much, Renee. This is a great show, but we're talking here. I need to talk to you real quick because the fact is you're the one that calls me the coward, but you're the one that doesn't get in the WWE ring again. No, don't you walk away from me, Daniel. Don't you walk away. I'm the one that loves the fans. I'm the one that loves everyone and everything. You're the one that gets up and walks away every single time. So, uh, Asterios, uh, why, why did you bring this in for yeah, us? Yeah, talk about yeah. it. Because... Topical. It's great. In one move, you became interested in The Miz again in a way that you ha probably hadn't been since Miz Cena at WrestleMania. If ever, yeah. depending on if you hated him, because, like, you know, he's got haters. Oh, no, well, of course. I, I, but he welcomes his haters. Yep. But, um, like... Just like me. the Miz is somebody who has been around for a while, and I always love him and appreciate him. I think he's fantastic. I, I always really have liked, too. Yeah, I really liked his feud with Cena. I thought it was great, but in one swing at the bat, he becomes like the most important thing on SmackDown. Yep. Oh yeah. It's just it's crazy how how that happens in wrestling. Again, it's a lot like politics, where it's like one amazing. It's like, you know, you could say that Barack Obama got catapulted to the national stage on the strength of one amazing speech. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the same is true of, you know, the same is true in this case. It's just like one swing at the bat and you're back in the game. And, and it proves that Mike Mazanin will be president someday. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. God willing. Um, it's based in a lot of truth because he because they're both saying things that everyone else is saying. Yep. You know, both Daniel Bryan and The Miz, they're both saying things that everyone is thinking. And additionally, everybody wondered whether or not this was real. Oh, yeah. And yeah. that's, if you can do that, it's like, when was the last time that happened? The pipe bomb? Sure. Yeah, like it was something like that. Yeah. I can't think of anything like really that intense that people were like, I mean, yeah, a lot of shit blurs the lines, but that's the big last big one I could think of. Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely rare. Yep, I think it's incredibly rare because the thing is, we're all really big wrestling fans. We read the Reddits, we watch the this, we watch old clips, we watch it every week, we read the dirt sheets. So to fool, to give us that sense of uh, suspension of disbelief yeah. that you only have as a kid, because I, I actually oh yeah, I went to my first wrestling show ever in Brooklyn a few weeks ago, nice. and I was there. Oh, with ever wow, yeah. Which, wait, I just, which event? Uh, WrestlePro. Create oh, Wrestle nice. WrestlePro. Oh, sweet. Santina yeah. was there. Xbox was there. Uh, it was awesome. Ryback was there. And I was there with my brother's friends, and and he brought his kid. And this six-year-old kid is so worried that the good guys are going to lose. <laughs> and after every match, he's like, thank goodness the good guys won. <laughs> and there's one match where the bad guys won, and he was very upset. Oh, and wow. we had to tell him like, well, you have to. He, we had to tell him like, well, the good guys have won a lot more than the bad guys have tonight, mm -hmm. so it's okay if the bad guys win once, but like he wouldn't hear it. So 
that's kind of like a, I, I guess that I guess that there is no good in the world. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> he became a nihilist yeah. soon after. Yeah. He was an adorable nihilist in the world. I used to yeah, love yeah, yeah. when I was a kid. I used to love when the bad guys won. Mm. You still love when the bad guys. I won, always love when the bad guy. Because I'm, yeah, I'm a bad yeah. guy. You bad guy. That's why you're a monster. Yeah, it's true. It's true. So, you're like, I'm, it's gla- like I'm glad Coney hasn't been caught yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Coney 2012. You heard it here last. Yeah, Coney, Coney forever. <laughs> Coney forever is a funny shirt. <laughs> somebody, somebody make that shirt. Yeah, uh, Coney forever. Yeah, actually, Coney yeah. Forever. If you want to, if you want to mock up some Coney forever designs, uh, be sure and has, has, hashtag with Coney forever. Be sure and tweet him at uh, at YSLW podcast. Uh, hashtag Coney forever. By the way, yeah. that's K O N Y. If you forgot what the fuck, yeah, K O N Y, the number four ever. Yeah, forever. Yeah, of course. Uh, the kid. So the kid had his suspense, his disbelief. Yeah, he was believed. Yeah. It was crazy. I mean, isn't that what we're all chasing by watching yeah. the children's show? Yeah, like we're chasing like the feeling that we had when we were kids, and in this promo that happens again. Yep, and it's awesome. Well, yeah, like, I mean, Nick and I are on like a like a Facebook chat with um, a lot of other friends of the show, Jesse Klein, Matt Mazzani, a bunch of other people. And um, we talk about this stuff. And like, like after this, after this promo, there were a lot of people and a lot of us grown men in our like in our 20s, 30s, 40s who were like, wait, like. Is it? Could he say that? Yeah, right, right. Like, Like, is Daniel Bryan okay? Like, you know. Like there was like a real feeling of like oh like a line was crossed here yeah like, like I think he's throwing real shade here this sounds like he's really ca- like he's shooting on him and we didn't yeah. know nobody knew and nobody I feel like knew. nobody knew and that's I like knew. we're wrestling fans because we we long for that one second where we don't know if it's fake or not right like and anytime like, that happens that's why like, that's we, when people we, go crazy like we want to be worked like recently the Daniel Bra- or the uh, Dolph Ziggler miss storyline where um. A few weeks ago at a pay-per-view, um, Dolph Ziggler and The Miz wrestled. The uh, stipulation was that if Ziggler won, he would win The Miz's Intercontinental title. If uh, Dolph, if The Miz won, Dolph Ziggler would have to retire from professional mm-hmm. wrestling. Usually the way that that goes is it's like pretty clear whoever's going to win. Mm-hmm. Like if it's a wrestler on the way out, they're probably going to lose. Um, but Dolph Ziggler did such a good job of like for weeks leading up to oh it, my God, yeah. tweeting like, Hey guys, so I signed up for a comedy agent. Here's his email address. If you'd like to book me for comedy engagements, you can start doing that after October 10th or whatever. But mm-hmm. even um, before this storyline had kind of gotten into motion, it had, it had seemed like they had been having Dolph Ziggler like get involved in championship matches but lose. And it seems like it was like they were sort of jobbing him out or they didn't know what to do. Like it, or felt he like, was it felt like it was his victory lap. It yeah. felt like this was his like, he was oh, on his way out. It felt like they booked him in such a way that he was on his way out. The way that he tweeted about it, he would tweet like pictures of him with like referees that was just like, hey, Hey, Charles Robinson, best referee in the game. It was, it's been really good to work with him for these past couple of years. Right. Sort of like if he was, if he knew, if he knew that he was quitting, yeah. like this is That's sort of his, do, like, yeah. you know, this is his way to do it. Yeah. Stuff that and people actually sometimes do. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. All right. I've seen it before. They're leaving. So yeah. we were watching, so we were watching this match thinking like, oh, like, you know, like even watching the match is like grownups, like, oh, I'm pretty sure Dolph Ziggler is going to lose this match. It seems like he's kind of setting all of his stuff in place. Right. I thought it was a foregone conclusion. Yeah. I thought he was out. Yeah. And Ziggler won. He won the title. We all got worked. We yep. all thought, we all, we all, for a second, thought what we, you know, like it sort of didn't matter if wrestling was real or fake at that moment. In the most black and white, like, cut and dry, classic wrestling way, we got worked. And it's great. And I yeah. love that. That's there, amazing. There's a, there's a layer here that you guys 
are missing though, which is <gasps> Dolph Ziggler. You like fools. he's known for like getting in trouble. Yeah, for shooting his mouth off on Twitter. Yeah, and he's known for kind of being like a black sheep at the company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So. The idea that he would be shooting his mouth off on Twitter about his retirement, it was very based in real life. Like, the average wrestling fan now is what, in their 40s? I think, honestly, like 50s, 60s. Yeah, it, yeah exactly. And so, watching this, I hope, oh, no, I'm, I'm, sorry, not, that I hope was, I'm not doing this when I'm 40 or 50 or 60. <laughs> you, oh, no, will be. I wasn't kidding. I think the average wrestling fan is in their mid thirties no, to mid forties. No, okay, no, it is no, no, it is no, it is no, statistically, no, no. statistically, it is fifty six. I wow. looked up the demos of yeah. wrestling. It is way old. It, it's like it, the, it is the, the biggest statistically fifty sixty year old. If you're not a kid, it's fifties and sixties. Yeah. Yeah. So the thing is, you know all this, and this is all. This is the platform that they're building the story on. There's not anybody watching this show except mm-hmm. the kids that isn't thinking to themselves. I bet Ziggler. I bet. I bet he's going indies. Yeah. I bet. Yeah. He's oh, I thought for sure. Yeah. I bet he's and there have been act. and there have been rumors for years of Dolph being like, "Oh, I'm. You know, I'm, I, pl- I don't plan on wrestling very much longer. I want to pursue a career in comedy." Yeah. Like you know, he we're we're in the comedy community. He's done our shows. He's done stand up yeah. shows. Yeah. Super like, kick Joey. Is that right? Yeah. He's yeah. Super yeah. Kick he's Joey. Super kick me. Yeah. And yeah. He's a and he's a super funny guy and and really has a passion for comedy. I mean, I I, I mean, he does. Like, I yeah. really thought it was like. Oh, good for Dolph. He's really... And we've had his brother Ryan Nemeth on the show. It's yeah. like, oh, really good for Dolph. He's getting out. He's going to take a break. He's yeah. worked hard. He's He's gotten beat up. Nope. Gonna, no break for him. Yeah, exactly. It's like he's going to take that moment and really, really pursue comedy and do more stand-up and do more shows. And he's going right. to have a fucking blast. Maybe do some TV, some movies. Yeah. Great. What a, what a good transition to this part of his career. Boom. He's the Intercontinental Champion. I was like, I didn't it's see great. it coming. Yeah, great. Yeah. yeah. How fun. Uh, so the Miz, huh? Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, okay, well, but uh, something Asterio said uh, a couple of minutes ago that I th- I really think is great and original to wrestling, or like something that's very exclusive to wrestling, is like, yeah, like you could, so I could completely turn my mind on a wrestler in one promo or one match or whatever. Yeah. They're, they're, and it's happened multiple times where there's wrestlers that I have not cared about at all. And then they just like do some amazing promo and it's like, oh, all of a sudden this wrestler is one of my favorite wrestlers or whatever. Or there's just like a level of passion in their delivery. That That's happened to me with like Cody Rhodes, with Gold Dust, with like Sheamus on some level. Sure. Keith Slater, all of his recent like, you oh. know, like my kids kind of stuff. Another um, guy who like the brand split worked for a guy who stuck it out hadn't done shit yeah for like five fucking years and now all of a sudden or i mean well not that long but i mean it's been up and down and now it's like he's the tag team champion yeah, yeah. he's getting like a second third win and it's great and it's like it is just it's interesting to see like that wouldn't i mean i don't know like that doesn't happen in like in the walking dead like if uh walking dead. like if uh you know the character that plays uh like you know uh, Glenn on The Walking Dead mm-hmm. does a really good job acting a scene. Yeah. They're not going to like all of a sudden make him a main character the next week. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just like, hey, good job on that scene. Mm-hmm. Whereas in professional wrestling, a wrestler can like knock it out of the park with a promo mm-hmm. and like all of a sudden be a main eventer the next night. Yeah, put the rocket on him. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a good thing, I don't think. Really? No? It's a meritocracy. Yeah. So doesn't Ooh. the cream deserve to rise to the top? Show that Ooh. yeah. Yeah, is it doesn't there. nothing mean nothing? Yeah. yeah. Show nothing. that you're supposed to be there. Uh I I I guess my thing is like I, I 
my point on it is like one promo does not make a good wrestler. Well, uh, so although although you can get more opportunities from one promo, I think that's fine. Uh huh. But that does not mean that you are now the best wrestler, nor but, should you be. It's like you have to kind of, I think, keep proving yourself. Or at well, least and, that's and, how and I I'm being facetious. It. It's not. I know like, you are. It's not like one pro. It's not yeah. like you're a jobber and then I, I, one I promo and yeah. then you're the champion. It's I, like I it's not that. one yeah, like promo. What happened with what's his name for the Mark Henry? No. Uh, no well, right? I mean, honestly, yes. Yeah, we'll go into that in a second. Uh, the, guy, the SmackDown guy, I'm sorry. No Ellsworth. Guy. Oh, El- Ellsworth. James, James Ellsworth. Ellsworth. Yeah. yeah. He, says, he says, and I came a man, up with Mark Henry. Any man, any man with two, with two hands, hands has can... a fighting chance. Yeah. yeah. Which is practically an any accident in, 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 you know, looking yeah. back. It's like, oh my God. Yeah. Why? And now How he's had two matches with the world champion who, where he's won both of them. He beat him twice. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that. it's just. Like, I get what you're talking about. And, like, it, it usually, the way that it usually goes is, like, The Rock cuts Austin 316. Right. And, like, the next night, he's not the world champion. Right. It's just like, oh, we're going to, like, have that guy win his next couple of Yeah, feuds. give him a shot. And you yeah, can, you can I think that's fair. And, and yeah. you can definitely see that in wrestling where it's like, oh, like, this promo happened that's creating a lot of buzz. Like, The Miz will be wrestling for the world championship, I'm sure, in two or three months. Oh, yeah. Based Next on, year, he'll be, yeah. yeah based, he'll be in that in that mix based on the buzz from this promo. Yeah. Before that, very few people cared about The Miz. He was just like a hand of like, oh, he's a good he's a good wrestler and he's good at being a heel. Right. But he wasn't and thought of. he's won as, some people over the years. But he wasn't thought of as anything more than sort of like, you know, oh, IC title is probably the highest that guy's going to get. Right. After yeah. this promo. Oh yeah, I could totally see the Miz doing a uh, you know a main event feud with Dean Ambrose in a month or right. two. Right. Yeah. Well, the Miz has been world champion, the WWE champion, and headlined WrestleMania and fucking retained. Yeah. But I do think that at this point, but again, that brand split it, it goes to show. Yeah. Uh, but I think for sure people are like, okay, well, I don't think he'll ever be WWE champion again. Now, I mean, will he? I don't know. But now, will, but will I'd he? Buy be in, it. But will he be in the picture again? You're fucking right. He yeah. Will. So, Stephen, what did you think of this promo? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I saw this go around when it went around because we've been doing the podcast a little bit, uh, and I didn't yeah, care. Yeah, we posted it on our page. Um, I didn't care uh, at all when I watched it. <laughs> and Shut then, up. <laughs> uh, and then I kind of started watching. They made me watch some Daniel Bryan stuff, and I was like, okay, so like, I guess Daniel Bryan's a big deal. So I guess yelling at Daniel Bryan's a big deal. Uh, and I still kind of didn't care when I rewatched it today. Um and I think that maybe The Miz has a point. Uh, Every good heel does, man. <laughs> yeah, he didn't true. say anything wrong. It was all very realistically worked into his promo. Sure, it was yeah. All true stuff. Uh, but then ultimately, I'm just like, so what's... But then, you know, because I don't watch wrestling uh, week to week, so I don't... I'm like, so what's the end of this like even if it's a if it's supposed to be promoting something like what is it trying to tell me that he's gonna keep on being champion or whatever i i didn't get anything from it and i didn't care that that that, that is a very fair point especially like daniel bryan's in a state where he's probably not gonna wrestle for WWE again yeah um so like that is something that people said about this is like okay what is this you're you're yeah. probably not gonna have a Miz versus Daniel Bryan match. It felt very if it so if that's what it is, it felt like uh if if it's supposed to boost up the Miz in any way, it felt it feels more like kicking a guy when he's down. But but that's but that's, but that's the kind of heel, heel that he yeah, is. He's a heel. He's a heel, so he's, he's got, a chicken shit heel. That's the kind of heel that he yeah, is. Yeah, so it's like him kicking a guy while he's down, he's a bad guy. But that's not, what a bad guy would that's do. That's on brand. But in like sort of a nuanced way that is like interesting. It's it doesn't feel like black and white enough for mm-hmm. wrestling for me. Although I mean I'm not saying that's a bad but thing. Daniel Bryan is I don't buy it. One of the most popular guys in wrestling in a sure, while. So kicking true. kicking him while he's down, it's like yeah. kicking 
it's kicking like a hurt puppy that everybody loves, uh-huh. you know. Oh, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. A hurt puppy that used to be the greatest wrestler yeah. alive. <laughs> what I love about this promo though is that Air wrestling. Miz books. brings such an intensity, dare I say, not comparably Miz tensity. Yeah, Miz tensity. But something in line of like especially in in hindsight of looking at this like macho man and this warrior stuff again stuff that a certain intensity you're tapping into some type of that kind of intensity that we don't see from all these wrestlers anymore because sometimes i think they're just so worried about regurgitating their scripted lines that it's like we don't just see like guys like put that fucking camera on me and like yelling into the camera that's like something that's great about talking smack yeah like, it feels like it's just like hey the camera's on you do whatever and he yeah. was and he took that and used it and used it to his advantage it's like you're the cowards i am out there every single day and what does he call it it's like this is day uh understand that this is day 141 of the never-ending intercontinental championship world tour that's a brilliant that's a classic wrestling line and he like put over the title huge he said just like like i don't care about these kids wrestling for the tag titles or the women's champion like wrestling for the women's title like the the wwe championship does not matter i am the intercontinental champion and this is the top title in this industry like that like the intercontinental title and the U.S. title, the mid card titles, oftentimes just become titles where people will forget that they're champion and just stop wearing the title for a month or two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then like you'll just remember like, oh yeah, Kofi Kingston's the champion. He'd better lose his title to somebody, so right. that, You know, so that they can forget that they have it for six months. Sure. But like the Miz is saying that this is this is the most important title in wrestling, and like kicking a guy while he's down while doing it, mm-hmm. and yeah. like he's saying it with a level of intensity that like you sort of buy it, and you're more interested in any matches the Miz has after that. Yeah, he is the golem in this he's so yeah totally uh he's he's so obsessed with it in such an evil way that you're like mm-hmm. wow this is a special special you're belt. the coward steven you're the coward yeah just misses words Ow. <laughs> <laughs> now you know how it feels steven just go to the next clip i need a second um okay uh we mentioned it earlier <laughs> i gotta go to the bathroom real quick. <laughs> <laughs> well, let him throw to the clip okay okay up clip, next guys. we got uh mark henry's retirement uh from i think this is june 17th 2013 from yes, monday night raw here's a clip i respect everybody that loves this business i respect all the people that work for this company because I know how difficult it is. I was a seasoned veteran in 2002 when this man right here came in. And he's doing an awesome job. I figured if, if, if y'all forget me, you would at least remember this coat. <laughs> All right, now we're back from two bathroom breaks and baby Nick needing to be swaddled. <laughs> it's cold in here. It's really yeah, cold. Uh, yeah. So you watched so Mark Henry's retirement clip. Um, this is this is four days later, guys. We're, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Hon- honestly, we just took like a 45-minute break practically. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we're uh, just like, God, talking is tough. Yeah, uh, Asterios <laughs> is back in New York and recording over Skype. <laughs> ha- 
Hello, guys. Uh, <laughs> okay. We're going to fix all this in post. It's going to sound good from now on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yep. Um, oh, hold, I, hold on. Let me just turn the Skype knob to work. To, ah, ah, there it is. Yeah, there we go. Hello, guys. Hello. Oh, yeah. Back with the uh, Happy Halloween. It's Halloween. <laughs> what is the day we're recording this? Ooh, uh, so spooky. I was going to make a joke about, like, oh, tell us who wins the presidential election, but then I realized this is going to air after the presidential election. After the presidential election. So, so uh, audience, tell us who wins yeah. the presidential election. Tweet at us yeah. who won the presidential election because we don't know. Yeah, hashtag election 2016. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Also, congratulations to President Trump. This is our last episode. Yeah. Uh, art has been outlawed. Yeah. Art. I mean, this isn't art. This uh, is art, Joey. Yeah, We've had conversations of how Joey, this is art. Joey, if wrestling is art, this is art. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, it I does listen. WWE Hall of Famer would appreciate this podcast. <laughs> Damn right. Yeah. yeah Damn yeah, right. Yeah. He listened to the Joan Ford, Donald Trump episode and yeah. was like, <laughs> nope. Yeah. Yep. Listen to all four of us do Trump impressions at once. Huge. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, that was huge. Huge. All right, so Mark Ew. Henry's here uh, in his Ew. pink jacket. Yeah, so so this is um, this is probably one of my favorite promos of the past. I would say five, ten years, no doubt. Um, this is uh, my first question for Stephen. Uh, this is Mark Henry announcing his retirement from the WWE. Very mm-hmm. heartfelt. He's a guy that's wrestled for WWE for close to twenty years. Yeah, so he's a dude that like is about to the point of like hanging up his boots. He's very emotional. He's crying during it. The audience is completely on board. Mm-hmm. And then he does an amazing turn, grabs Cena, picks him up, throws him down to the world's strongest slam, and then says, "It you thought it was that easy? I got a lot left in the tank." Yeah, blew yeah. the audience's mind. Swerve yeah. out of nowhere, Stephen. Got swerved. Did I, you? Did you? Think this? Did you buy it? There's some bullshit answer coming. Look at his face. I, I didn't. Yeah, oh, you know, I on. was I was honestly watching it, and I'm like, because Joey, this... you left out all notes about that. Yeah, I, I tried to not tell Stephen. Yeah. that this was a swerve. I wrote I wrote down. I was like, this feels insincere for her retirement. Really? And then and then on for the first probably probably about here for like the first three minutes, I was like, this feels super insincere, and I, I don't can see buy that it. he's a heel at this point. Uh, and then I was like, well, at least everybody's being a real class act about his retirement. Like I was like that's nice like this guy's retiring i start i was like i mean i even though even though he can't muster a real emotion in him like i just was like at least everybody's he's like, actually crying cheer. i don't think he is oh yes. no he's totally he's 100 crying, crying. he's he crying is. did you watch this on mobile or something he's cr- like he no. keeps no, wiping uh, away fast tears. forward fast forward a little bit so no uh, steven can't yes. identify what tears he's talking, are. He's he's never he's seen talking about uh, right, he's right. talking about his daughter and he like you see like these guys like the li- no keep keep watching keep watching I, I'm, just saying, tell those I'm just saying those look like little sweat things because he's got them on his forehead too and uh, usually they don't come out right in the center of your those eye. are tears like, uh, those are tears no keep watching fine. like like literal a, a teardrop comes out all right I'll, I'll, fine he's crying I didn't buy right it. I there didn't buy it that's crying that's not crying um but that's okay he uh, he just wiped a tear from his cheek <laughs> no, he's okay do you just <laughs> not want to like wrestling? I don't want to like wrestling. Uh, I mean, so hard. That's also part of it. I don't really want to either. Uh, But I didn't buy it. I don't know. I just didn't buy it. Mysterious is flabbergasted by Steven's response. Yeah. (laughs) I don't want to like wrestling. Yeah, because it's just like, then why are you doing this? (laughs) (laughs) Right? such a good question. Why did I get stuck? I mean, honestly. You're not stuck. You're not getting paid to do this. Oh, you could stop. So much money. paid so much money. A lot of ducats. uh, The winner's purse. It's like. I, it's something I've been wondering about. On Crap! This is going to be our last time, episode. Which is like <laughs> when Stereo stabs Stephen Pearlstein. At this point, is there anything that could convince you to like wrestling? Do you think? I no. 
Well, I, I think it's in an, I think I honestly everything I've seen so far just shows me it's inherently a thing that I'm not interested in. I'm waiting for something to care about. Uh, like I like these rock promos. If we're gonna start spoiling a little bit, like I like these rock promos. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And even this, I was like, like I said, like I was like, I don't buy this. And then at least everybody's being nice about his retirement. And I was like, you know, mm-hmm. my dad just retired. Like I was, there's a little bit of like, oh, good. People are being nice to people retiring. And then when did your they dad re- wears pink jacket when he, he retired, he did. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, he, and then he body slammed. Then uh, said, the I got a lot left in the tank. <laughs> you can't get rid of like you all a bunch of puppets. Yeah. 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 <laughs> then he body slammed Dummy. Jerry Brown to to like go heel turn or whatever the fuck. Yep. yep. That's what he uh, does. Your dad. Uh, but I was just like, but then that then as soon as it turned into wrestling i was like fuck are you serious? like stupid why why did you have to do that like i i until he sa- slammed cena i was like kind of okay with this whole thing wow yeah. so, so for a second you thought it was a real retirement yeah i mean again i like i said i just thought like oh he just doesn't know how to be a real human uh and <laughs> but you bought it you but bought, you, you bought it was a real retirement yes yeah great yeah, but then, well, but then, of course, it all fucking makes sense because, of course, he's faking it. Ah, it doesn't matter. But, but that's dude, like, but that swerve wait, is the but, point. But, wait, but what you're going through is what we as wrestling fans go through. Like, no, I'm not, I think I'm like, going through a different thing. No, you no. went through the exact same no, thing because but you, we all thought like. Oh, I wonder if this is real. Of course, and then he starts crying and talking about his family, and he starts saying really heartfelt things about how like, oh, he just he never won the big one, and it's not scripted yeah it sounds like it sounds like what a giant olympic athlete would really say if he were really retiring like yeah it's kind of halting and cobbled together because he's not a speechwriter yeah and so you're watching this and it's like oh my god this is it he's and we really went and we went through that trajectory too of like all right he's coming out hold on a second let's see what this is because yeah. we've been conditioned to question everything yeah. and everything it's like so yeah, so I think we went on the exact same journey yeah, that you're like, literally describing. Yeah, like I went through the exact same journey of like, you know, the first two, three minutes, like, oh, this is going to be like a thing. Like, oh, he's bringing out his boots. That's like a good way to sell it. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. just like his emotion and his performance, like, and it, was like all, oh, shit, it, was, it was like, oh, like, wow, that, you know, I have heard stories about how like Mark Henry's contract's coming up and he's like probably not going to renew. Like, mm-hmm. and like he really wanted like one more, you know, like you know, one more kind of like time in the ring to do it. And he is like a liked guy backstage. So yeah, like, yeah. it's exactly what you're talking about of like, Oh, like, you know, this is, I'm sad that this guy's retiring. And like, I definitely, I didn't cry, but I definitely teared. I definitely like sniffled watching this. And that's why yeah. the swerve is so affected, be- effective yeah. because I think that after we kind of were like, well, he's in there talking about his kids. Like it ticked all the boxes and you're like, you kind of shut your, your wrestling brain off and you're yeah. just like, oh, well, Mark like, Henry's for this, done like, oh, this, listening. This, yeah. Like this guy that I've watched wrestle for 20 years, that's like sad that he's done. The audience is chanting sexual chocolate. That was his early gimmick. Sure. Like, and like, he's even sort of like making jokes Mine about well, like, you know, you like not know. me. <laughs> like, you know, like he's talking about his kids and somebody scout shouts May Young and he's just uh, like, not May Young. Like, yeah. shut up. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just like a very, it feels very human and real. And when it becomes wrestling, everybody's like, oh, like what? Like this is, that was, you know, in the same way, in the same way that you were worked, your reaction was, oh, this is a wrestling thing. Our reaction was like, oh, this is a wrestling thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah. But you Uh, still got worked. No, my, all right. So my, my point was, I felt like he was acting and then for his and then i thought he was acting for his real retirement yeah i i and you then thought it, it was his real retirement 
Right, right. Still, but then I was like, oh, he's just acting in his fake retirement. So what? Yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess the nuance of what I'm saying is different. But I, I was, I'm saying I don't think I bought him. It's okay to get worked. It is. It is. Yeah, it's okay for yeah. sure. I'm saying I felt like he was disingenuous. Uh, in the performance of I don't, I think sadness. You're wrong. I just think I, you're wrong. But, but, like, like, but I mean, watch, just watch this moment right here. Like this is the one I paused it. Like that's not how people show they're sad. But that's these a, are also like that's dudes. how you perform sadness. And there's a lot of stuff in there. Like if you're watching, it, you're like that's how you perform sadness. That's not what people who are sad look like. But these are also and so like this is bullshit. But these are also athletes and and wrestlers and big tough guys. These are mm-hmm. guys who spend their whole life conditioning themselves to do the work emotion and to be like to not be like well I'm a big grown man in the ring crying like yeah. I know that might sound lame but that's that's the business that's like mm-hmm. what athletes do it's, it's like they're always they're the, they're the fucking the macho guy so for like this I well, mean yeah, it, like, it felt on par it's felt like part of the course of like I don't want to show my emotion I don't want to fucking show my emotion yeah I bought it yeah maybe yeah. I'm the fucking fool I bought it yeah, I, Y'all I mean, I'm a puppet. Not, I yeah. am a puppet. <laughs> I, listen, I, I'm I'm willing to admit that uh, my suspicion may have uh, uh, not let me fully embrace this whole thing. Okay, all right, but but, I, I, but yeah. you were still work. You still thought it was a real retirement. You got me. All right, and the podcast yeah. continues. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll also. <laughs> Yeah, what a track. Like, I want to like, go still, back. I've watched, like, I've watched the segment multiple times. We're about to get to the point where Mark Henry grabs him and slams him. It's yeah. so good. And I'm like, oh, and I have goosebumps watching it now, knowing what's going to happen. I remember watching Stares that. him down, just glares at him for a second, screams, you thought it was that easy. I got a lot left in the tank. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just rips his shirt for no reason. Yeah. I remember nice watching shirt. it that night and jumped out of my chair. Oh, like, yeah. oh, my God, yes. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it also works, Stephen, on a level too, because even at this point, like how The Rock was saying, even a few what the year before that, people were sick of John Cena. It's John Cena; he's the champion. We've been getting this for a fucking decade. We're yeah. tired of it. We're tired of Cena being the top guy. He never loses. He's Superman. So for somebody to also work Cena, yes, in a storyline, a work shoot within that storyline, right? But to make it seem real, he and it's like, oh, this title is still wrestling. Yeah, there, that there's somebody actually got the better of Cena. We get to see this on TV for once instead of him coming out and doing his five moves and winning every night. Right. We saw somebody actually do something. It well, was, it was not just got the better of Cena, but manipulated Cena as well as everybody, like as well as the audience, like in such though. a way to do it. So it's like it is just this moment of like, oh, I feel bad for that guy. Oh, fuck that guy. Like, I don't think you're convincing, Steven. Seriously, do you think, think I should quit doing this? I just wonder. <laughs> I wonder if it's authentic to not like wrestling for this long. And I wonder Oh, you think I should have been won over? I not Maybe Steven's not working entirely us. Entirely won over, but mm. like <laughs> he's got a lot left in the tank. Yeah, Steven's got a lot left in the tank. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. y'all a bunch of puppets. <laughs> <laughs> that would be tight. It's, it's like what it's I like do. if you look at the very it's like oh, look, I don't like horrorcore music, mm-hmm. but if somebody played me 50 hours of horrorcore, I might find some stuff in it that I like liked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I might develop like a grudging respect for it. 
Steven hasn't hated everything. I, that's yeah, what I'm asking. Like, I, I found wonder. a few spots that I can find yeah. the respect like, for the ideas or whatever behind it. Like, like I think he likes Lu- the New Day. He likes Shinsuke Nakamura. He I likes think, Colcabana. Oh, that's like, all awesome. Lucha is Underground fun. is a thing you appreciate because it's so scripted. Lucha Underground, I think, is the like if they're going to do that type of thing, like I like the way that they shoot it and they do it. It looks good. And I think that's something that delivers to a, a filmed uh, a TV audience that I don't think WWE does. And it's pre- presented think, as being 100% this is a scripted right. It's like a big movie, right? Yeah. yeah. I can well, appreciate the athleticism of certain uh, people, uh, the performance of like Shinsei Nakamura when he does his weird hang off the rope things. I'm like, that's awesome. Like, yeah. that oh, looks yeah. fucking cool. Yeah. And then they start wrestling and I'm like, all right, well, I don't but know. But like, Asterios, <laughs> I, uh, just t- to defend Steven and defend the concept of this no. show. No, no, no. He, it, uh, sounds like he, it sounds like he's going to convince me to stop doing the podcast, which no, is what no, I really no, want no, to No, we got to shut that do. down. We got to shut that down. <laughs> yeah, well, I need this well, needs see, to continue wonder, for a hundred years. I wonder if it's that you just don't like WWE style, which mm. a lot we've of we've established don't. that. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. Like, don't. Oh, okay. Yeah. But then we also show him like indie stuff, like yeah. really good, fucking intense, intricate, detailed. Brian Danielson wrestling. And who's that guy? And, and, uh, and he's just as yeah. bored. Like he doesn't. Like, he, he, but he dug like strong style stuff. Yeah, like he dug somewhat, the like, like the Ishii Shibata match. It's like it's it's it's. Like, yeah, you you didn't hate it. Yeah, I don't know. It's like I, we can't def- we can't figure it out. It's like you complain about characters and then we give it like the, the characters aren't big enough and then we give you ca- big characters and you hate them and then it's I, like no, the no, wrestling no. the I wrestling's boring an- and we give you non wrestling I don't know it's like we could never I find the right wrestling balance. is inherently a stupid form mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but we knew that yeah that's why this podcast exists uh, Stereo's pulling so out his somebody- knife to stab Stephen <laughs> Pearlstein with Stereo's has really given us a lot to think about I it's just stuff that I've been thinking about since I heard about this podcast yeah like um so if somebody tells you that because like look an opinion that a lot of stand-ups have is like improv is stupid oh yeah and they just go they're like, not wrong improv is stu- <laughs> oh okay alright ah. I also I also agree that improv is stupid I still do it and love it right. but I agree that it is stupid yeah they're, they're not Most wrong things right. are. they're not wrong sorry go Hey, keep on going on on your point. No, I just I just wanted to know how you'd react to like somebody you know kind of like sla- slawing off an entire A art form. form. Yeah, and so but it sounds like you're fine with it. Yeah, I mean, li- listen, I I think uh, on in the improv world, I'm like I get why somebody could dismiss that entire thing and say mm-hmm. why not spend the time, uh, for example, writing some of this stuff down if you have these funny ideas. Uh, you have to, and then it's like, well, you you explain, oh, it's about the moment and being live, and I think. Uh, that'd be a hard thing to explain. And then again, a lot of times when you see that, or a lot of people are exposed to improv that is bad. Like I think there's way, there's probably way more bad improv that's seen than bad standup that is seen. So I'm like, oh, so people see improv and they think it sucks. And it's like, yeah, you're, I guess you're right too. Cause you see bad improv. Right. Uh, I feel like, uh, I don't feel like the form in itself is bad, but it'd be hard for me to necessarily convince or win somebody or you have to want to like it. I think that wrestling in a way is sort of similar. It's like, uh, you have to want to like it. And I don't, I just don't want to. I think inherently when I watch it, I'm like, this is stupid. There's no reason to have a competition that there is no competition. There's no like, uh, you know, you guys all know it's fake and it's about the storylines and that's fine. It's like the storylines aren't that good because it keeps on going on for forever. That's what makes it a bad storyline. So it's like if it's storytelling, it's bad. If it's competition, it's bad. If it's athleticism, it's like half hearted. Uh, And I'm just not impressed. I'm waiting. I feel like it's inherently flawed and I just haven't decided to choose to love it you know but what i'm hearing is 
You're the word love. S- you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> so you're saying there's a well, chance. Uh, just like I've I've talked about, about I've talked to Stephen about this and to you know a, a lot of our guests about this. Yep. Like uh, and whenever like I t- talk to somebody who's like worked for WWE or, or a current professional wrestler or whatever about being on the show, they hear the concept and they're like, oh, does he just kind of blindly shit on wrestling? Mm-hmm. And like, I don't think Steven does that. I don't either. I, I think don't. That I'll give you is, credit. I think that there is a logic to what he likes and doesn't like. And there are things that he likes and there are like things that he'll concede of like, oh, that was a good match or oh, that was an entertaining thing. I do agree with you where I think that he just kind of doesn't like WWE style. I think yeah, that, that he, I agree. And I to be that, fair, we may very well like too many things. Yeah. I mean, yeah, sure. True. Like, uh, I think that Steven, he likes when wrestling is framed as entertainment and not when it's framed as a sporting event. So things yeah. like Lucha Underground, uh, we recently watched uh, on the Jeffrey Golden episode, uh, like Colt, Colt Cabana, Cabana wrestling a robot. Yeah, and I was going to say, like, that's love that. fun. Right, yeah, yeah. that's fun. And also Kaiju Big Battle, which, I didn't, so fun. which I didn't really like. I, yeah. didn't pret- I was like, this isn't wrestling. Yeah. It was like, it was too big and goofy for me. And maybe the framing of it, like, I, maybe I would like it if I knew it was just like a goofy, yo, Gabba Gabba sort of type of thing almost. Yeah. But the fact that I came in and looked at it wrestling, I'm like... Like, this is two on the other side for me. Well, yeah, we're we're so, going to see, I mean, the episode will probably air before this. But we're going to see Lucha Vivoom mm-hmm. uh, in a couple of days. I think Steven's going to like that. Is that your framed. first live show? That'll be yeah. my first live show, then followed shortly by NXT. But, yeah, but we're going to NXT. And I, I told Joey, and I'm hoping, and I'm praying, and I'm thinking. And I swear to God, bro, bro, seriously, bro, and I oh, mean this, There's so bro, many Vince Russo's in the room right I now. Think you <laughs> I think might to get him into it. find yourself... A little more drawn in when we're at NXT Live. When you see, I exci- really think you will be. I'm excited. I, 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 I've, I've fully admitted that I could very easily be won over by group thing. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I think it might. Oh, happen. you will. Oh, uh, you will. NXT, you will, bro. Yeah, is a crowd. Yeah, people are so into it. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, are you guys going to be recording live at the shows? I don't think so bad from an audio on standpoint. A, yeah. On a talk boy. I yeah, I could get away with that, but if we could, I'd try. Sure, that'd be. <laughs> well, you guys should at least at least bring your rig, and then after, like, get the immediate reaction. Sure, yeah, it's let's like, do that. It's because that would. I mean, that's just gonna be fun. Like seeing it live is. Yeah, cra- it was crazy to see it live. Like, yeah, I saw my first live show just a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I never really appreciated the physicality of it until I saw it. Like, oh yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a totally different thing. It was crazy. It was crazy to watch. I was like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe and we got the front lengths they're seats. going to." Oh, that's oh sweet, yeah. that's awesome. So that's what we have front row seats, right? To NXT, you guys got no. Nah, we're no, close. We fucking cl- front row. No, seats. No, no, we're close, but not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're very close. Um, oh, good. Well, like Lucha Vivum is an example of uh, no. like I think I'm a billionaire. Like, I, like I saw <laughs> yes. Lucha Vivum in February, and um, like there was a point I was standing in the balcony. Where a luchador climbed onto this twenty foot high balcony and just jumped off and did a crossbody onto a bunch of guys twenty feet below him. Wait, we were at Lucha Underground. Lucha Vivum. Oh, a Lucha Vivum, and that yeah. was insane. I know. That's like, st- I don't. If you were at Lucha yeah. Vivum and you saw that, yeah. I don't think that there's a world where you wouldn't be like, oh, I'm excited to get excited, they, guys. They yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of that shit when we when we saw the season finale of season two being filmed yeah, at, Lucha, uh, at, stuff. at, at yeah, yeah. Lucha Underground. We went there and it was. I think it was like. Uh, Phoenix or I think it was Phoenix it was a, maybe a, a Pentag- it was a Pentagon or Phoenix no it was a, what was it it was Rey Mysterio versus oh I know the main event but I yeah. remember somebody I, I was oh the main event was fantastic no it was, was Catboy <laughs> the guy that was dressed like a cat 
Well, I wasn't there for that. Yeah, you know you were there for that. Was I? Yeah, yeah there was a guy that was dressed like a cat who okay. I loved because he was dressed like a cat. What we were going to say is that <laughs> somebody climbed up on, they came up on the steps, they got on the railing, they're on like a top thing, and he did like a fucking, just yeah, like salt a, off a of whatever. salt right off of like a balcony to the floor. And it's like, it looks, it looks very impressive and awesome when it's on TV, but you mm. can't somehow put yourself there until you actually put yourself there. And you're like, that's fucking crazy. It's like Monster Jam. I get it. Monster that's Jam? actually that's actually yeah, probably a fair reaction Monster of Jam? like Monster w- Jam of like watching a video of Monster Jam probably isn't that impressive. Kids are just but like eight but like if you watch like if you're there and you're watching Truckosaurus eat a car, you're like yeah, that's <laughs> probably that pretty yeah. <laughs> yeah, Truckosaurus, President Truckosaurus. I even when I was a kid, I always thought monster trucks were stupid. I never liked them. I have no doubt if I went to one. Oh, it's funny. Uh, and I got a couple beers in me. I'm yeah, super yeah. Into yeah. It. Yeah. Um, well, we went way off course. Okay, great. So we watched all these <laughs> promos. So um, I guess let's have our final thoughts on just these promos. So I, I guess, quit the podcast. So, uh, <laughs> well, thanks a lot, Asterios. Look what you've done. Yeah, yeah. Stephen, like, quit. My, co- you've also my given kids' us college fun. Like, uh, <laughs> oh God. He's so uh, yeah, uh, you know, I thought these promos were great. I think that um, the Rock's promo was a whole lot of fun. Zingers, Macho Man, and Mean Gene Cream Rez to the top was good. Um, it was interesting to sort of walk us through the eras of wrestling. Macho Man and the Ultimate Warrior felt very similar, it just mm-hmm. in, in terms of like, you know, it's dude up against a blank background just yeah. screaming at the camera. 87 and 90. Uh, the Rock felt very 90s where it's just zingers and cutting the guy down. That's something that you would not have seen in the 80s. Uh, the Miz uh, present promo felt very present day because it's like more framing it as like a sport or an interview show and sort of cutting the promo in that. And the Mark Henry thing was just great. It was just mm-hmm. like, that's something that I think is very trendy transcendent and could happen in any era of wrestling and yep. you know like that's a promo like Asterius was saying that like Mark Henry wasn't a guy that people were paying attention to that much before that he was sort of on a downturn he'd kind of gone through his uh like hall of pain thing yep but like after that promo it was like oh yeah Mark Henry could be world champion tomorrow and that would be great I still think he should have won and got a quick run that's oh, just yeah. me personally oh, totally. only because Absolutely. it was based on that so promo good. yes yeah. because it was so good yeah, I yeah. was kind of bummed that they just fed him to Cena I know then I he mean, got attacked by the shield and turned face anyway yeah that was weird it was it was lame um, uh, I mean it's it's there the whole history of of the modern era of wrestling is just littered with that mistake. It is. Yeah. It's terrible. Like our truth, our truth should have been champion oh. for a short run, but he had the bad timing of, he had his amazing heel run the month before the pipe bomb. <laughs> right. So it's like, yeah, you know, like one of them was good, but oh, the other one man. was transcendent. Like, our truth, yep. when he was like first, like crazy heel little Jimmy and like smoking cigarettes. And like hitting people with water bottles and man. stuff. Man. So good. So yeah, I'll give promos, you know, I'll give promos five creams rising to the top. Oh, five creams here too. These are all good choices. Great choices. Five creams. Some real five cream. Five creams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah. Sitting at 15. (laughs) Uh, We're sitting at a 15. So yeah, I mean, listen, I I said, I I like the rock thing. I think that was funny. Uh, He did. He is just hilarious. The the writer did a good job. The rock delivered it or made up stuff that felt natural and off the cuff. Uh, That's a five midnight ride of John Cena's Uh, the macho man and mean gene. I mean, that was funny and it felt loose and weird. Uh, Again, it's just entertaining to watch for sure. That's uh, that's three continental breakfast creams. Uh, The ultimate warrior, uh, maybe like a little less interesting, but you got to give him credit for, you know, doing such a crazy person, such a crazy promo. So, yeah, that's two crash planes that are for suicide. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Miz losing its fate. The Miz and Daniel Bryan. You know, I, I don't know. Like, I, I didn't care. It wasn't it wasn't unique or um, 
I think like super interesting like the other ones or that funny. It was just like, I guess, a lot of intensity. So I guess he gets some points for that, but not a lot, a lot, one and a half. Uh, and then uh, Mark Henry, um, you know, uh, yeah, sure, I got, let's let's say I got worked and I was hurt by that. Uh, I want uh, I don't know, I guess. It was okay. I mean, it, the the biggest point on that was like I do love, uh, I do love like a lot the tension or I guess in the 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 reverse of it, the release of tension of slamming Cena of taking yeah. a long time mm-hmm. to go the other way with it. I think that's funny. Uh, I always like that in anything that happens. So um, definitely some points there. But ultimately, like it's not like he was like great on the mic or you know talked about crashing planes to kill yourself. So um, that's only a two pink jackets mm-hmm. uh, overall promos. Hey man, they're way more fun than anything else. I mean, I, I do. You genuine. like them more than wrestling? Oh, way more than wrestling I do too. Yeah, I was definitely. so much. I was so much yeah. happier to see like, oh, we're just gonna watch some promos and like I can hear people talk and I don't have to watch almost any wrestling yep this is great uh so i think overall like my enjoyment of like doing this episode probably like a like a three and a half wow Uh, that's pretty good pretty good pretty damn good I mean, fuck. I, what am I saying? Like, if I enjoyed doing that's pr- at least a four. Whoa. A four. Whoa. If I enjoy. Yeah, because I like I didn't have to watch any wrestling. They were shorter overall. Yeah, that's at least a four. Sometimes it's in like two clips. They're like 40 minute matches. And I'm like, you fucking assholes. Why are you doing this to me? That's this was, this was fun. Steven's highest four yet. Okay, highest so four that's yet. actually that's a good that's like 19. That's a good that's score. A very good four. So um, we've spent the episode training with Steven to love wrestling. Score. Now here's the part of the episode where he gets to convince us to love something. Oh, sure. Um, you know what? This is a this is a dumb small thing. I think you guys should uh, consider is uh, I'm a freelancer. Uh, that's how I work and make all my money and it's a difficult thing. Uh, but I like it a lot. And what makes it really difficult is being sick. So I think everybody should love a flu shot or get a flu shot. Uh, I hate losing time to being sick. And I, I had like a little stomach thing earlier this week and I lost two days where I actually needed to get stuff done. Uh, and it's bad for, it's like money is one thing, but now I'm under the gun and I hate that. Mm. Uh, and I don't know. Like I've, I'm, I'm a person who gets sick, and when I get the flu, like I'll be out for like a week plus. Mm-hmm. And uh, the flu shot for the past like three or four years that I've been getting it have prevented it and made my life so much easier. Uh, so flu shot—that's what I think you guys should love and try and do. It's like nothing, costs nothing. You ready? Nick hates it for some stupid reason. No, I do. But this is like this is so funny how it's no, like, but yes, this is like <laughs> this is like rechargeable batteries. How you were like so for them, okay. and I've always been very against them why i i don't believe in flu shots well they're real i don't i don't believe in them i have never gotten one i either have gotten sick or i haven't i don't usually get all that sick yeah i just i don't believe it has nothing to do with anti-vaxxer stuff i don't think it's exactly what it sounds like it's not it has nothing to do (laughs) with like this has i've been affected directly by this experience therefore the whole system is flawed yeah Yeah. but like i'm pretty sure it gives kids autism yeah i never said that that's what he said you just said that play the tape uh i I encourage the listeners to go let's cut to the tape of nick saying that he thinks that the flu shot gives kids autism I'm Nick Ligger, and I think the flu shot gives kids autism. Wow. Wow. That's, wow, a, that's a hell that's damning of a, evidence. an impression. Damning evidence. I just don't. I just don't. I just think you're going to get sick no matter what. For sure. Like the flu. I you just, definitely I, will. I, and this is, again, this is not based off of like, I, I just, 
anybody who I've ever known is like, got my flu shot this year. That motherfucker got sick anyway. Every mm-hmm. single fucking year, people get sick anyway. You're either going to get sick or you're not. Yeah. Or do you I just, not wear seatbelts either? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I wear I wear four seatbelts. <laughs> okay, because it's like you don't yeah. need those till you need them either. Right. It's a bad argument. You're I don't think. Right? I don't care. I don't okay. think. I don't think flu shots are real. I don't think they do anything. It's my, just a free thing they're giving out. I don't want it. My girlfriend's the same. She doesn't like doing it. Uh, and I don't know why she's like, I don't get sick that often. I don't need it. And it's like, yeah. And I, I don't, you know, uh, I think I probably like right at when I went to college or whatever, I started getting sick more until I stopped, started doing these flu, flu shots. Mm. Uh, but I was like, uh, you know, sure. Uh, it's like you get it like one every four years or whatever, but I hate it when I get it. Like I prefer not to. And especially for, again, like this is to me, I'm making this argument towards the people whose like livelihood sort of depends on them being available and working. Like uh-huh. I, I work, uh, I don't know if you guys know this about me, but like I work jobs that are big and then there's like nothing. So like if I fuck up a big job, I'm losing, you know, a month's worth of income. Oh, sure. So yeah. I can't fuck them up. Uh, and these, you know, it'll take like I, do, I earn a month's worth of income in a week uh, and then I don't work for a lot of time or like you know two months and lo- two weeks and I, I don't work for a lot of time so Steve's if I got a hard life it, when he sits around for 27 days not working it's true I mean that's <laughs> I spent 27 days I well I spent 27 days looking for work sure, 20, I get that. four spent, days working you spent 27 <laughs> days just fuming yeah. about wrestling <laughs> <laughs> I hate wrestling uh, uh, yeah but that's uh, that's that's my argument for it for people's livelihoods and like you know keeping things going if you depend on that man get a flu shot because I mean I don't believe in flu shots because I want to create a super bug within my body. <laughs> well, great. <laughs> Joe, you ever get a flu shot? Joey's been talking about that for no, a while. No, and this is the flu talking. That's serious. You ever get a flu shot? I got one a couple of days ago. Okay. Nice. Do you oh, get one job. every year? Is that how it works? Yeah, well, because I have a full-time job, so they so corporate often just brings in. They just, oh. walk, they just walk up to your desk and just like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just got pricked. No, Why am I getting pricked with you. needles? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They always prick us with random needles in our office. No weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I just don't believe it. I'm sorry. That's fair. That's fair. So check it out, guys. I mean, uh, most I, insurance covers it too. I feel like I'm. I'm, I'm like similarly a, a freelancer, but like. I don't know. I just like sleep a lot. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I'm, sure. I'm well, that's what I do my other twenty-seven. Days. I mean, I'm fortunate. Be healthy. Like, keep a good like, mind and I, don't like, fuck up. Like, I It'll bounce be between like the freelance gigs and like more, you know, more like nine to five gigs. And um, I feel like when I have kids, I feel like a flu shot will be a thing that I'll get because then there are like more people that are depending on me mm-hmm. than just like my ability to crank out like a writing thing or whatever. Um, but like mm. right now, you know, I'm freewheeling it. Yeah. Now that said, now that said, the flu is just the flu. You're either going to get sick and it's going to go away in a couple days. Now that said, vaccinations, get your kids fucking vaccinated. Yeah. Come on. Here's a clip of Nick Ligger saying to not get your kids vaccinated. I'm Nick Ligger and I think vaccinations are dumb. Wow. Wow, we got a lot of damning <sighs> evidence about Nick Ligger on Jesus. this podcast. We got a lot of damn it evidence. God <laughs> fucking damn it. Uh, so, all right, uh, so, so yeah, we all agree vaccines are fine probably except for Nick. No, I mean, uh, oh, fuck <laughs> off. I mean, no, I mean, uh, flu shots. I mean, yeah, fine. yeah okay. That's fine. okay. Yeah, don't put words uh, in my great. mouth. Uh, do we want to rate those or just we're no, fine? I think we did it. No, uh, that's great. great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you have a question or want us to watch a match, shoot us an email. You should love wrestling at gmail.com or send us a tweet at YSLW. YSL, send us a tweet at YSLW podcast. That's a remix. Hey, now let's go to a clip of Joey actually saying that right. Uh, I'm Joey Clift, and you should subscribe to the LWYS podcast. 
Joey, you fucked that you up so bad. You fucked it up! Guys, I, what are you doing? The worst part is that when I'm hosting my podcast, 25 minutes of silence, <laughs> uh, I, uh, like, at, after the 25 minutes when I have to do the end plug, I'll usually screw it up, but, like, I can't edit it because it's just like, oh, like, I just sat in 25 minutes for this person and I've got to, like, make sure that, like, it I've got to make sure that I'm not, like, geeking it or whatever, mm, or freaking yeah. it, you know? Yeah. Mm. Uh... Geeking it? Uh, the term that was, uh, I'm not, uh, I've got to keep the the podcast honest. And if mm. I put even one edit in, yeah, then like, okay. I feel like that's not Greeking honest. it? Can he say that? Yeah. Is that? Oh, greeking it. I, I think that. <laughs> I, I, I don't do, know if that's, that's how to okay. use that word. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, the, yeah, no, while I was saying it, I knew there was the wrong thing. Greeking it, it's the term in production when you put like duct tape over a logo yeah. or whatever. That's ah, what okay. Greek, it's like in Seinfeld, like all of his cereal was Greeked. Mm. Because you would put like gaffers tape over the kicks yeah. logo. Mm. Like, yeah, that's yeah. greeking something. Yeah, and I definitely yeah. did not. I, I think that I was just like, no oh, like, like you know, tweaking it in some way. I think. Ah, ah, so that that was, that was the. Isn't gleeking a term when you like? Yeah, yeah, when you, you like spit like, water spit. from between yeah. Yeah, your two so, front teeth. Gleek um, yeah. Asterios, uh, thanks so much for doing the show. Yeah. Um, where can people find you on social media? People can find me on social media at Asterios. But I'm here to promote the book that you've all got in your laps right now. It's true. It's yeah. called what Toys for here? Cheap. It is a fake catalog of dangerous <laughs> and insane toys. Flip through it. Look for something really good excited. stuff. <laughs> okay, my favorite thing is uh, Driveway Drencher. Uh, soak your friends with unlimited water. It's, what, it's a hose. It's just um, a garden hose, yes. Yeah. There's, oh. not, there's also from the makers of uh, not the slap bracelet, but the slice bracelet, so you can slap it on your friend's wrist and cut their hand off. Yeah. And, of course, the Ouija for her. Talk to cute dead boys, the only ones who understand you. But, ser but seriously, Asterios is one of the funniest writers that I know. Thank check, you. Check out this book. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. It's It's got all sorts of crazy fake toys like John Candyland, the game that benefited greatest from the death of John Belushi. <laughs> cool. It's got um, Tickle Me Elmore Leonard. Uh, he says over 10 <laughs> spare pithy phrases that evoke humanity's worst. So if you squeeze his arm, he complains a lot about how Get Shorty was taken away in editing. Oh. And uh, what else do we got? We got uh, My Digital Stepdad, which is a Tamagotchi, but of your stepdad that you can push a button to berate for causing your parents' divorce. <laughs> and there's all sorts of crazy, crazy fake dangerous toys in this book, and you can get it by going to Amazon.com, mm -hmm. searching for toys, the number four, the word cheap. We got Amazon Prime free shipping if you're wow. a member of Amazon Prime. I am. And you can also go to DevastatorPress.com slash cheap. And get my new book, Toys for Cheap. Thank you guys for having me. You're welcome. Yeah, and let me it. just say, out of all the promos we've heard today, that was the best. Wow. <laughs> it was the best. One. Goddamn right it was. Wow, he typed I love it hearing that. Yeah, just for our show, you rehearsed your promo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm glad you're only doing it. Thanks for staying on script. Yeah, that's yeah, <laughs> yeah, thanks for doing it, man. Thanks. And we've been meaning to show on the show for a while. So this is yeah, awesome. I love really, it. I live in it, New York, but I was here. I'm only here for a few days. I'm glad I could drop in. Um, you can find me on Twitter, at Joey Tainment, and be sure and check out my podcast, 25 Minutes of Silence, available on Boardwalk Audio. Guys, you can always find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Gligor, G-L-I-G-O-R. And also, if you want to uh, tweet at me with the hashtag GliggersGleekers, <laughs> and then uh, uh, insert a good video of you gleeking through your teeth, <laughs> I will not watch it. Thank you. Cool. Um, you can find me all across the internet at Pearlstein. Uh, and if you want to uh, just support me stopping doing the podcast, uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> kill yourself. Hashtag stop it, Stephen. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and, if, and uh, seriously, if you want to get on those Coney Forever shirts, uh, feel Coney free. Forever. Oh my god, with the number really four, Coney idea. Forever. Yeah. Hashtag Coney Forever. I mean, that's like it's like the sequel. Like you know, it's like Batman Forever. It's Coney Forever. I want to see a Coney Forever. Yeah, shirt. I feel like that's it's like good. Coney, but then like it's just like the infinity symbol <laughs> where 2012 would be. Oh, oh yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> uh, I was thinking like instead it'd be like it'd be say Coney 2012, but uh, written over it like in like scratched out instead of 2012 it's forever oh yeah, <laughs> yeah nice real aggressive yeah. well steven we've reached that point yeah we've reached that point we've reached that point. we're at the end i gotta ask you do you love wrestling i don't <sighs> these promos were pretty fun Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit boardwalkaudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.